You betcha. You're listening to Supernatural The Crossroads, Crossroads 003, on Rain Man Digital. Warning, Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Won't you spare me over another But what is this that I can't see with ice-cold hands taking hold on me? Mm-hmm. God is gone and the devil takes hold. Who'll have mercy on your soul? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Supernatural The Crossroads. I am your host, Thomas Cowley. Joined with me today, as always, is Ryan Denton. What's up, guys? And Michael Flores. Yellow. It is the first episode back for the mid-season premiere of Season 12, Episode 9, First Blood. What did you guys do with your winter break? Was it good? Was it too long? Was it just right? Was My it... hands have a lot of calluses. Okay, that's coming out the gate swinging with that one. <laughs> I think we're psychically linked because I was about to say the exact same really? thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say I whacked it a lot. Yep. So I just went with the like more like, you know, kosher. And you, you, went with, you went with I the went, more kosher. I went with the more kosher and you were just going to say whack it. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what we do here with our free time at the crossroads, I suppose. Lots of video games. Furious masturbation. Lots of masturbation. (laughs) Oh, come on. That is a strong opening. (laughs) I mean, we're going to have people... Dude, we've been off air for how long? People, we're pent up, right? Yeah. Need a release. I know I was. I always needed a release. Jesus Christ. Okay. I needed electrolytes, too, when I got done, because there was so much releasing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Season... Mid-season premiere, First Blood, is actually the 250th episode of Supernatural. Quite the milestone. Yeah. I mean, it was last time they celebrated an episode was what? Season 10, two years ago, fan fiction. 200. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Thomas, you even said it before we went on air. This is technically the three-year anniversary of our very, technically our very first episode. This is an anniversary for us as well. We started with the mid-season premiere of season nine with the introduction of Kane. And now here we are, three years later, still doing the show. Yep. I mean, I and we never, haven't killed each other. I haven't. I have not killed. I haven't gone on a three-state killing spree because of you two. So I know. I'm amazed. Yeah, Honestly, I'm actually amazed too about that. <laughs> I mean, but dude, I, I don't think, and I, I'm gonna, I'm speaking for all of us, but I'm pretty sure I don't think we all thought it would get this for us get this big. No, I mean, we we always hoped it would work out, but we didn't think we'd have like people making signs and showing up yeah, at dude. our and having a Comic Con panel in general. And, and <laughs> my dad like, still like so. My dad likes loves what we do here. Okay, my my dad listens to the shows. He has the app. Um, he brags about this right. to like all of his friends. Well, thank you. And um, he he took pictures of the signs, and he actually like when he brags about what we do here. He shows people like, look, they, they have fans like making signs. I think for them. I still like, have those signs. Do you really? I really think I, I do. Get, I, think I get signs thrown at me all the time from my fans. It's usually the middle finger. Well, well I was thinking gang signs because you're Mexican. So, yeah. like, 
There's a Mexican mafia drive, drive by your house. They're like, Orle. We're protesting right now. We're not buying Ameri- oh, American right. made stuff anymore. That's right. That's right. Because there's going to be a wall for you guys. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Anywho. Jesus Christ. Uh, She's coming out with dick jokes and po- politics and things yeah, that we don't want to talk I'm gonna about. I'm going to wear a complete body condom to separate myself from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't get my super aids. Now, right. anyway, this episode, episode 250... Uh, we're going to get into spoilers a little bit right away. Whoa. Was a big oh, no. episode for some people, and unfortunately, a final episode for one character. Billy the Reaper yeah. is hit no us, more. Hit us with the, uh, you know, the... Which is sad. The death it music. really is. Apparently, Andrew Dabb tweeted out before the episode aired. He just said, dot, 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 sorry. Yeah, what an ass. That's, That's a such an move, ass thing. Dude. Dude, that's a t- you know what, though? Okay, you got to think that possibly, let's say with the retweets and favorites, you got to think at least three hundred, a quarter of a million people saw that, right? Probably. So that's a quarter of a million people that it now added that much more suspense to the episode. He was helping out the writing of the episode. I was on the edge of my seat the entire episode because of that tweet. See, I, I was like, I didn't, oh, something is not over. Something's going to happen. Like, oh, shit. Something's going to happen. See, I didn't see the tweet. Neither did and I. And I watched the episode later. And I, I w- didn't have suspense throughout the whole episode. But at the end, like, once they got away, they're still like, caps. <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read an obituary. An obituary. You have something written. No, no, I'm going to wing this. Oh, no. No. Tonight, we mourn the loss of Billy the Reaper. The one and only black woman that was ever been on Supernatural. <laughs> what? That's not true. That's not true Shut at all. up, guys. I'm, this, is my, this is my obituary. Shut up. We mourn her beautiful he, he's voice. He's from a fake news site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This alternative facts. We blame... <laughs> we blame... I don't know where I was going with that one. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, you guys cut me off and I had, I had a line going. All right, I hold bet. On, hold on. All, right, all right, hold on, hold on. Um, we mourn the loss of Billy the Reaper. She was in the show. She had a wonderful voice. We heard her sing. We heard her live. We watched her die. We watched Cassiel penetrate her chest with the angel blade. And there it is. And there she fell to her knees. (laughs) And there she fell. What are you, a pirate too? (laughs) And there she fell to her knees. Uh, Yeah, dude, that's... uh, Okay, first of all, Dab. Beautiful words by Ryan, as always. Thank you. Hold on. Very very eloquent. Thank you. I'm a good Googleizer. Um... (laughs) Anyway, uh, you know what, dude? Uh, that was that was actually I did not see that happening. See, I was I had a little bit of suspense at the end once they got away, but there was still like five minutes left of show. You were like, hmm. I'm like, okay, so this is going to go wrong. And they mentioned that they have to talk about something beforehand. Yeah, right. So I was like, okay, well, how do they pull this off? They're not, you know, like the guy said, some Jedi mind trick, you know, stop the heart monk stuff. Yeah, I know they're not doing that. So. That would have been kind of funny. That would have been interesting, but I, I probably would have believed it less than what they actually pulled off something. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I didn't expect it. You know, even seeing the road so far with Billy in it, I mm-hmm. still didn't see it coming with her. I will say I it wasn't until the end, like when they got out of the car and they're waiting for somebody that's like, who the hell could this be? I thought, I thought it was aliens, I, like a UFO, a UFO. because <laughs> everything because the car seemed like it stopped and like started flickering. Like, what is this? X-Files now? Space Odyssey. <laughs> I that was the only point where I was like running through the short list in my head of people who could have shown up that they didn't already try to get help from. But the whole time before when when actually they were escaping, I, I had no idea who did it, who they were getting help from, how they managed to get out. But it is sad because we just spoke with her not too long ago and we were, you know, talking about where she could go in the story and we've talked about 
her kind of becoming more of an antagonist or like a force of nature yeah, we antagonist. Thought, well, I mean, we never really got it. Of course, she can't say anything when she does an interview, but right. we never really got an, uh, um, an indication that she wasn't going to be on the show for very much longer. And it was yeah. that's why it kind of threw me off guard because I, I thought, OK, well, shit, here goes Mary. She got to go. You know, and then boom. She well, get, I knew she was going to die by the way she would put the gun to her head. Come on. If you're going to kill yourself, don't you know, angle you, it. You don't you know, angle it. Yeah, like, come on. You make that work. <laughs> I mean, I remember the last time I killed myself. Well, no, like, you, you put, everyone knows you put the gun in your mouth. Yeah. That's what you do. Very. I, I, I you know, this can be edited. Cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to teach people how to commit suicide live on the air. What you want to do. Cobain. Maybe nice. if this was Rain Man show, I'd do that. But uh, yeah, Rain Man show, you don't care at that point, right? This is the flagship show. Let's but I did think that was silly, though, because uh, this is my, my Thomas Callie moment. If you're going to put a gun to your head, that thing was at an angle. That no, would have nicked her. That's that would have grazed her skull. That would make it a whole lot worse. That would have well, just no, grazed yeah. her skull. So she's, she's brain, dead, brain dead if she does that. Because yeah. if you anger this way, you're just hitting a piece of your brain. Yeah. This way, you're going straight through the brain. Yeah. So like she would have basically become a potato. And oh, at that geez. point, she's just going to be drooling all over herself. Oh. And it's, yeah. Jesus. And then it's going to be up to Sam and Dean to pull the plug. Oh. And it's like, well, shit, you know, <laughs> Sam and Dean aren't going to pull the plug. Now on it's her. days of so our now, lives. Yeah. Now she's a potato the rest of her life. Jesus and, Christ. Yeah, uh, like, come uh, on. That's, anyway, that's the spinoff. There we yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. It's just Mary sitting in the hospital <laughs> with drool. In the mind of Mary Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys could see Mike waving his hands around like he was freaking Jombie. <laughs> yeah. She's all, she's dream. The whole thing is a dream in her head. That's it. <laughs> that's all we what the show's been since season one uh, it just wait it just pans out the last episode Super, fifth, su- season 15 season finale series finale pans out and she heard she a noise ran into Sam. coming out of her lip dude just she heard a noise ran into sam's room slipped brained herself on the coffee uh, table and that's the entire show yeah. supernatural <laughs> suicidal thoughts that's, that's terrible that's so <laughs> terrible oh uh, Anyway, Andrew Daz writing this down. He's all, this is good. <laughs> this, this, is, this, is, this is fucking, fucking gold. gold. Hey, are you yeah. guys listening to Supernatural? The Crossroads? They are coming up with some gold right now. I'm writing this shit down. That's him, dude. Just uh, moving uh, away from these And to think I thought ideas. about bloodlines. Suicidal thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> about suicidal thoughts, guys. Trust me, it'll work. Oh, All right, we'll we'll get more into Billy in it's a about bit. About the but... monsters in your head instead. Oh, God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Getting into the news with Andrew Dabb, as well as news for us, we have another interview coming up. No, it's not Andrew Dabb, but we do have Adam Rose, also known as Aaron Bass. Bass? I don't actually remember him Bass? saying his last name. Really? How about that bass? He's coming no on trouble. the show. I know you're going to help, Thomas. Can we get a moment of silence for that? <laughs> yeah, hit it. Hit, hit, taps, hit taps. I'm just joking. I don't actually remember them saying his last name very well. So, uh, you know from season eight? It's Adam Rose, and he plays Aaron Bass. Bass. Okay, thank yeah. you. It, it might be base if he was like a dubstep DJ or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That will be a bonus for you guys next week, probably about Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And that was a request, meaning a lot of people were interested, were interested in talking to him. So he um, has a big following. I'm assuming because he's only been officially in what two, two episodes. I think two, yeah. But I think the reason why he's resonated much like a lot of guest appearances have in Supernatural is because his introduction brought in a whole new era of supernatural lore. And I think right. that's why his character has resonated so much. I mean, we have the introduction of the Middle Letters, the Judah Initiative, uh, the the Necromancers, the Thule. The Thule. I mean, yep. and I think that's why the Gollum. The Gollum, which is oh, yeah. to this day is one of my favorite elements that they've never returned to. Yeah. But I think that's a 
big reason why he has resonated with the fandom a lot is because, or at least we, we remember him, is because of what he represented for a new chapter. Well, it's 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 no different than you know, like um, uh, Chad Lindbergh, his character. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I he was was what on maybe four or five episodes, perhaps, yeah. and everyone loved his character. So I think it's 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 interesting because Aaron Bass is a cool character, and I think base uh, Aaron Bass, base base Bass, whatever. I don't <laughs> I'm care. joking. Whatever. At this point, Adam Rose. There, how about that? His character is really cool, and it, it, like you said, Mike, he brought in a lot of cool lore. And I'm actually interested because I mean, when we talk to him, I'm interested to see how he feels about the lore that he that his character kind of contributed contributed to. So I, I, I'm excited for that interview. It's gonna be fun, a lot of fun. So that'll be uh, sometime next week for you guys. We'll let you know as soon as possible. Obviously, it'll be on Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, moving on to a different interview that hopefully one day we can get, but right now we have not. Uh, Andrew Dab talked to Collider. Dude, he's not going to come on here. I I I think he's he probably listened <laughs> he to might. He's you like that know. Ryan guy and that fucking Such supernatural across that guy's. Well, you're dead. never here for half the interviews anyway. That's, so that's, that's a good point. I, yeah, I'm always out of town making Skrilla. I hate you so much right now. That was so ghetto. That was so bad. And I'm the Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Well, what that doesn't make me Mexican for saying Skrilla. This makes me ghetto. There's a difference. I think somehow it makes you incredibly white. That's probably what it is. Anyway, yeah. he talked with Collider a bit about the mental letters and the rest of this season as a whole. He says, in the first half of this season, we introduced the British Middle Letters at the beginning, and then they came back at the end a little bit. They haven't been as dynamic as they will be going forward. The first half of the season was very Lucifer-focused, and the second half of the season will be very British Men of Letters-focused. I wouldn't even call it the first half. I'd call it, like, the first quarter. Quarter, I, yeah. yeah. Eight yeah. episodes. is. I'm not yeah. great at math, but yeah. that's not... <laughs> half, half of 22 is 12. <laughs> Half of Apple 12 sauce. is 6. Actually, half of 22 is 11, but yeah. that's okay. I think uh, Supernatural Math will be the second spinoff. <laughs> Super, <laughs> I'll be the spinoff inside of Mary's head. How many slices she's does it like take Rain to get Man. through a vampire's She's a potato, neck. She's a potato, but she can do math really well in her head. Uh, a show within a show. A it's show like within a Sesame dude, Street like for kids. Supernatural Inception. How many slices to get through the vampire's neck? One, two, One, three uh, slices. Uh, two, ah, ah, ah. That's three, terrible. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's interesting that he said that, that the first half was Lucifer-focused, while the second half, quote, is going to be British Mental Letters-focused. Because that is something that we kind of talked about with the mid-season finale, was that the British Mental Letters have been, like, in three episodes of eight. Yeah. They show up a little bit when we thought they were supposed to be built up as the big bad. The big so it bad, feels yeah. a little odd to kind of rush through one storyline to get oh. to the other. I think we assumed they were going to be the big bad. I think all that's... I. There was never confirmation saying they were. Yeah, no, we. That's what we assumed. I think how they were us set as, up. as super fans just said, "Oh God, the big bad middle letters," and we just ran with it. <laughs> and we did. We, we did. We, we had did. an entire convention sure show we, we at Phoenix say, Con say, talking say, about yeah, it. Yeah, we did. But <laughs> it made sense at the time. Yeah. So he says, as Sam and Dean get to know them, and as we, the audience, get to know them, what we wanted to learn, uh, lean hard into is that it's not a monolithic organization. This is an organization of individuals with individual points of view. Tony Bevel, who we met early on, had a negative view of American Hunters and Sam and Dean. Mick Davies, who's running things now, doesn't. He thinks... Uh, he, he wary? That, yeah. yeah. I think he's wary. Yeah. To an extent, but he wants to make things work. Mr. Ketch really doesn't care. 
he's a blunt instrument in a lot of ways. If you tell him to go somewhere and kill something, he'll do it. He's a cool motherfucker. He'll happily he kill is. Magda in episode four because he was told to, and he'll he happily helped Sam and Dean because he was told to. Yeah. At this point, he doesn't have an agenda towards our guys. But as he gets to know our guys a little bit better and our guys get to know him a little bit better, that could change. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, and I know we're going to talk about this a lot more in the show. Um, <clears throat> dude, Mr. Catch, he is cool. Yeah, he's super cool. I, I like him way more than I thought I would. Yeah. He's a scary dude. Yeah. I like him as like an evil Bond villain. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I like him a lot. Now, one thing that he says here that I kind of want to uh, touch base on, he says that it's not a monolithic organization. It's not like, because we first theorized that maybe it would be this, you know, this entire group has like the old guys at the top because i think lady bevel even talks about that that there's people who are in charge and they were going to make these decisions and, and i think she used the word old men I yeah think, right? i think so she did actually yeah. and they're the ones who are running things but now he's saying that it's it's an organization of different individuals and i find that a little odd because i don't know if that would really work can you have an organization that's this you know by the book tight focused it has to be done this way so that we're so you know meticulous that there's not a monster death in 60 years have people who just kind of do their own interpretations of what their orders are. Well, look at the American chapter, the United States chapter. Yeah, they, they're a shit show because they're... They did. It seems like each chapter kind of does their own thing. But I'm saying, is the, wouldn't the chapter still follow its own rules? Like, I would think British Men of Letters would have this system in place that they follow. Like maybe an overall, yeah. an, an, over, an overlord of sorts? Because that's one thing that didn't make sense to me is... Lady Bevel kind of seemed to go off the handle. Yeah. But here he explains, well, everyone has their own agenda. I'm like, then how do you have an organization that's this perfect at what they do? If it's like if the three of us were doing three different ideas on how to do this show, it would be a shit show. Yeah, it isn't. It normally isn't. <laughs> but you have to have some kind of cohesive, you know, outline to how yeah. you do your business. Well, I right. Mean, well, that I, seems I a bit odd it, to me. I look at it this way, that if you're if you're. British men of letters, American men of letters, whatever, there should be that set of rules or commandments that you do your business or you do your, you know, your organization under. You've got those set of rules, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it, and it's, it's, it's almost like branding, right? The men of letters brand. And if you don't, if you don't have a cohesiveness, well, then how can you call yourself men of letters and this one's a men of letters? If there's no real cohesiveness, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I actually tend to agree, Thomas. I think that I feel like that's a little odd to say that. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll find out how it really runs down the road. I mean, I don't think that's what we're going to really delve into this year, just because be I, I year. think we're focusing more on these two, Davies and and Catch. Catch yeah. Uh, you know, working with the with the Americans, but um, that's something that can always explore next year. There's plenty of time for that. But but if they do that, that also takes the show out of the U.S., which, you know, we from the very start, there's always been a an Americana show. You know what I mean? About about yeah. about America. I mean, we see that throughout this episode. Yeah. The, the entire different mentality between the two groups. Yeah. Which I did like that bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, cool. oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it here. We're going to take a quick break. Mm-mm. No, we're not. Read, homie. Which are usually in breaks, but all right. Just, just do go it. Right into so we're it. just gonna go to it, guys. Now that we're back, we're kind of gonna get more into trying to make this show grow. We introduced our Patreon page at the end of last year. We haven't talked about it a whole lot through the additional webcast episodes, but if you've been on social media, I guarantee you've seen it from us. Uh, the past three years, we've been doing the podcast each week, and we want to make it a bigger, better show for you guys. 
And with that comes our Patreon setup. The idea behind it is if you guys help us out, even with just a dollar a month, that will help us make more episodes, not just for Supernatural The Crossroads, but for the other shows on the network. It helps support the network as a whole. It'll allow us to do more video stuff with the Rain Man premium video cast service, which will give you guys additional, I think it's two to two to four? Two, two to four, four additional shows yeah. a month, yeah. Additional shows of just Supernatural a month. That's, that that's going to be a lot. That are video cast. Yes, that is video as well as audio for those of you who are like, Jesus Christ, are these guys ugly? And don't want to see video, but if you yeah, do, you but sometimes it's fun to see, you know, the reactions like when you shake your hands. suicidal thoughts, like, you know, see? they, they adds, don't know what you look like much right more. Now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a ambiance. Yeah. A retarded nation. Yeah. We don't use that. We don't use the R word in, <laughs> I do. in the studio. I do. Anyway, the R word. In this. I will teach you how to commit suicide. Yeah. But, but, this retar- is but, retardation, we but can't the R word has yeah. to be a line yeah. and we draw it there. Yeah. Completely off limit. It's a squiggle line, but we draw a line. Yeah, there's a line. It's a squiggle. And it moves. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, with Patreon, not only are you going to actually get some bang for your buck with different things based on what you guys choose to help with donate, you get additional prizes and gifts that we send you I don't, i'm not exactly certain what that we currently have set up but stuff like stickers and and decals for laptops which i've seen those those are really freaking cool yeah crossroads based additional and th- those are shipping out um all the gifts because there's a gift tier yes there is uh, and that's going so for is uh, going out in uh next week okay and they're go. gonna be getting uh, a couple buttons uh some stickers and uh, i believe some signed uh, promo posters from the show, right? And, and those those gifts will change as the months and go oh yeah. on. We oh have yeah. different things planned every quarter. For that. Every I got quarter. autograph stuff. Yeah, oh, tough life, oh Lord. Yeah, you guys don't want that. You guys also can, if you so choose, as uh, uh, Lee chose to donate a certain point to where she has a essentially a one on one conversation with us about supernatural or whatever she chose to talk about. Yeah. And you guys can check that out on Facebook. We've talked about it there. But we also have goals. If you guys help us get to a certain point, one of the goals we have is if we can bring in about 4000 a month, that will allow us to dedicate the resources to an additional show where we will be doing this same kind of setup dedicated to Eric Kripke's new show, Timeless. Yeah. Now, I know it, we've had a lot of people ask us about that. We've done one episode on the premiere. Yeah. And if the show gets canceled, then we'll uh, come up with we'll, something we'll, else. We'll turn it into another additional supernatural show somehow. Who knows? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, yes, obviously. We wouldn't just be like, well, that's it. And, you know, thanks for your money. It, yeah. <laughs> leave well, it that. One of the ideas I want to do for a video cast, and I want people to call in for this, or maybe we can invite some local Arizona listeners to come into the studio, which we've never done that. That's but true. Have some some people who are local come into the studio. I want to do this for one of one of our video casts because we're not just going to do discussions and breakdowns, but I also want to do the new play, the new supernatural oh, trivial cool. pursuit game, and uh, and actually record it just like a regular show. And we go around the room. We'll, I'll make a game out of it, and we'll bring some listeners in to the studio. Maybe even have some people call in while we're recording, and we'll all you know. Get drunk up, and play go, a game. Yeah, go up against each other and uh, see who's uh, who's the biggest we'll, we'll supernatural trivial fan. pursuit. Oh, that might be kind of fun. That's where the under the desk cams come in. Yeah, there we go. Crotch cams, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go live on my phone right into my crotch cam. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! 
I don't think anyone's going to want to see that. I don't know. Andrew might. Andrew, Andrew oh, perks up. He's in the God. studio right now helping on social media, and he oh. just finally is paying attention no. away from his desk. Gay, gay Andrew. That's yeah. what we call him. Gay, gay Andy. <laughs> gay Andy is what his name is here on this show. Andy. Andy. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Now, I think with that, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into the discussion of the mid-season premiere, First Blood, in just a minute. Ass butt. Do you love Supernatural, The Crossroads? Tell the rest of the world by representing the show on your bod. Don't objectify me. With The Crossroads Tees, the first run of shirts are available to own. The shirts are anvil unisex and made up of high-quality 100% ring-spun cotton. What are you waiting for? Become a Crossroads Minion and represent the show proudly. Head to RainManDigitalMedia.com. Click on the store tab and get your Crossroads shirt today. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Flores. And over the past three years, we have delivered some of the highest quality audio content to be found on the Internet, uh, specifically for podcasting and episodic discussions and breakdowns. And now we're going to need help from the listeners. We have a dollar option if you feel like you just want to support uh, every option above that comes with additional content, including shows, behind-the-scenes footage, behind-the-scenes audio, uh, and, of course, the Rayman Digital Premium tier, uh, where you get the Supernatural video cast two to four times a month, including the audio version, uh, Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, and the new Whiskey and Wine show, Hangover Betty. So if you go to patreon.com slash Digital, you'll be able to subscribe. So help us out. Donate. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. Oh, no. We'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DEAL30. D-E-A-L-30. That's DEAL30 at AdamandEve.com. Previously on Supernatural The Crossroads. Now, I will, about it. to bring up a bit of a gripe, though, okay. with that, because that's what Just I do. Just a bit. Turn, okay. turn on the turn on Do the, you uh, remember in season five, though? In season five, he says that most people think I burn hot. Truth is actually the opposite. I burn cold. And he does. He freezes the window and does his little horn yeah. pitchfork thing. Well, what, what, uh, what, why is that a bitch, though? It's, I don't understand. It's not a bitch. It's just, you know, they go with the fire motif for the devil, but... Just it's said it before. It's just evil, though. It's just evil. It works. Yeah. Still, and it gives the you, imagery you, you across. You want, like, snowflakes behind Exactly. Them? That's the yes. icicles wouldn't really work. You want you the... Know? You want the <laughs> like, it's a Christmas snowman in the background. Elsa's, Elsa's behind <laughs> him. Uh, Thomas is such the internet, dude. He's like, well, the imagery would have been more accurate because of continuity if we didn't have fire around him. But and that's why I said it's a stupid gripe. What snowflakes. they could have had, guys? Uh, snowflakes guys. and a snowman <laughs> in the background, please. Guys, what they should have had was blue fire. Blue fire would have totally made the scene so much better. 
Bloomberg. No, no, because blue fire burns hotter than oh, red fire. Oh, what is the Kelvin degrees on blue fire? It's actually hotter. Oh, it's hotter. Okay, sorry. You know, I should be mad, but you guys aren't exactly wrong. So. <laughs> Lucifer is a blue mage, not I a red, that not a That's red the mage. Fact of the matter. But the fire does work better for the imagery for storytelling for the show. But just the hey, dickhead that is me was like, hey, vigil effects guys, uh, we know like Phil wanted fire behind <laughs> Adam. Him. Could, we, could we possibly rotoscope the fire out in post? <laughs> and put, like a snow. Like, I we're we're on in, an indoor blizzard. I yeah. just want more blue. There's a way to get more blue in this shot, guys. <laughs> I just want more blue fire because blue fire symbolizes. Is that supposed to be like my voice? Symbolizes. <laughs> yes. Blue fire symbolizes it's cold. It's cold fire. <laughs> anyway, my Thomas, be quiet. Dickhead. <laughs> Jacob Thomas, Thomas. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural: The Crossroads. And now we're talking about. First Blood in depth. This one is the mid-season premiere, and this one was written by Andrew Dabb himself and directed by Robert Singer. Ryan, do you have the synopsis? I sure do. I just want to point out that that bit that we just heard, guys, is probably one of my favorite bits we've ever done. Because it's the one that's not making fun of you. Yeah, it's it's just, (laughs) you were so petty in that one. It was so great. Yeah. Oh, I know. He really was a a YouTube comment. I was. Absolutely. That was a YouTube comment. I was self-aware of that. He was the physical embodiment of a YouTube comment. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Anyway, synopsis for this episode. After being captured by the Secret Service, Sam and Dean must figure out a way to escape. Meanwhile, Mary and Cassiel seek help in trying to find Sam and Dean. That's pretty straightforward. A little bit, yeah. Now, I was originally surprised at how much time they actually had pass between the mid-season finale and this episode here. Yeah. You know, you have Dean Mm -hmm. marking the wall six weeks or whatever, like six weeks, two days, and ten hours, I think is what Cass said. Pretty close to that, at least. I was surprised that they did that. I mean, it, it's kind of like they actually went with how long we had to wait. Yeah. Uh, but like, well, inst- that's not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes that break, you know, we feel like it, it's it super works. long. It, yeah. it works. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was just surprised that they were actually gone that long because this, something we talked about at the end or, or within our last episode was how some of the inconsistencies we felt like, why couldn't, you know, Crabbly just jump in? Right, find right. him, you know, and they do address that here that, you know, Castiel at flat out admits he's like, yeah, I shouldn't have gone. But Dean told me to get her out of the room and Crowley essentially is like, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, they mentioned that this was a to be continued episode and are the last episode. Um, The 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 um, what is it called? The Lotus. Right. I, I mean, I think. If they start putting those, I know that's really silly. I think they need, but it. I another, think if you yeah. put the to be the to be continued, I think a lot of us will like rest easy. I'm like, okay, all right. How we won't, petty is we're, that? We're not to gonna say that too, though. But it is it petty. It is petty. But there's a reason why television has been doing that yeah. since the '60s. The dawning of yeah. Like I mean, they do it to let everyone know, hey, the story, this chapter, this part of the story is not done yet. So right. relax. Right. Calm down. You know, and I think Shut that if, if I honestly think that this episode, you know, and I, I guess we can also tell ourselves to be patient yeah. and have yeah. faith. Um, but I think a lot of our our little, um, I, I guess, petty bitches Quirks. last yeah. episode would have been it would have been slightly less. Yeah, I agree. After viewing yeah. this episode, think, you know what? I think we always say that though. You know, like we we always have like when they come back, like the season premiere. 
in the second episode. We thought, well, if they could to be continued after the season premiere, premiere, and and put premiere, premiere, and put you know episode one and episode two together as one long episode, we would have liked them much better. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I think we always say that, and, and I don't understand why they don't use it's like well, Kripke it, did it all the time. It's, yeah, well, it it's so fucking hard. Maybe they're to being put stubborn. To be continued on the on the bottom of the like, come on, I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah. Fuck you, man. This is a standalone episode, assholes. Yeah, this show's been I, going. Ho- I <laughs> hope Tumblr challenges me. Just like, God, come on, man. Care. No, it, it is a bit of a petty thing, but I think it works. There's a reason that movies and comic books and television Do that, has right? done it for yeah. so long. And plus, don't you get a little excited when it says to it fades yeah. out? It fades yeah. to black to be well, continued. I used to get giddy as hell when I was watching TV as a kid. Yeah. And something would fade out to be to be continued. And I think part of your brain accepts it better because if you if you have to be continued like you're like oh fuck no, and yeah. you have to put a pause yeah right there so you still have the excitement and you're like god damn it i have to wait till next week or next you know episode next season whatever it yeah. is but if you just like the end i think it immediately gives us a sense of like well no i still have all these questions what the fuck yeah you well, know because you ask. don't your brain automatically assumes because that's traditional storytelling and now that we've reached the credits we're done for today well let me ask you guys this is it do you like to be conclu- conclu- concluded or to be continued <laughs> that's the real question i don't think it matters it does it not matter. oh my god i hate you <laughs> No, I I agree, Thomas. I think the story will be told right. later. What if yeah. I said that? Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd be like, oh, that's a new way to do it. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang that's on all a minute. Hang on a minute. We're still one more episode. That's the writer trying to be hipster um, about it. Yeah. No, no, I I agree. We're too cool for to be we're continued. Too cool. we're, yeah, we're too cool for that. <laughs> to be concluded was using Back to the Future. <laughs> so stupid. Um, no, I think I think you're right, Thomas. It, it, it eases your. I don't want to say anxiety because that's not the right word, but it eases your brain's your, anxiety. Yeah, your brain's anxiety. Like, like okay. <laughs> What the hell? Like, I, I feel like you guys need to, and I feel like mid-season finales, and see, like that needs to have to be continued yeah. because yeah. that's technically what it is. I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense to me for them not to do it. Yeah, um, and, I don't and, see it being any harm. Well, no, it doesn't. It's not any harm. And how f- hard is that? The graphics department to put to be continued on a black screen. The before, graphics department. The gra- or what, what, is this it, a video game? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I just I, I went to video game. Whatever. You knew what I meant. Jesus. Mike acts like he's like fucking what a you, snob with your you, low you class make, video can, games. Can you he this, has a PlayStation in the other goddamn room that he plays as well. Can you make this title 8-bit? <laughs> yeah, because we're still on the NES. Yeah, the NES. Oh. I would have just said NES. But wow. Okay. Wow. I just showed Thomas's nerdiness. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll admit that. The NES, bro. All day. Bro, have you been playing the NES? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've never even heard it be called that before. Neither have I. It's always really? NES or SNES. <laughs> You guys are weird. It must be a kid thing. Yeah, it must that's be a it. youngster thing. Yeah, that's clearly it. I mean, he wasn't even born when that thing came out, so. Yeah. We better quit making fun of Thomas because people get mad at us. <laughs> oh, do they? Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I made fun of Top Cat. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> that's my name. I love that. I do too, actually. I think he should I change it. I think Thomas should change his handle Which on Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> Top Cat? I'm, I don't ge- even I'm have jealous. A, yeah. I don't have a nickname. One of our listeners, uh, Lee, right? Yeah. Started calling you that? Yeah. I'm like, I wish I want that name. <laughs> that's, dude, it's like, a, it's like, literally, it's like a Top Gun yeah. name. Like, yeah. I, he, he's Maverick, and I guess I'm Goose. <laughs> I'm going to die eventually. Yeah, well, I, I get no love. I'm the stupid guy. I'm, You're I'm, the Mexican. I'm, I know. <laughs> There's no Mexican at Top Gun. Well, there is now. El Mariachi. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, there was a Mexican at Top Gun. He was in the back in the locker room. Yeah, cleaning. he was the guy swabbing. He was the guy swabbing the deck on, on the aircraft carrier. Okay, different. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, listen. Moving, moving on. Things have changed. This is a good show. 
I will say, I honestly, first thing I thought when this episode mm-hmm. came back, I thought that old white guy who was like in charge, I thought Crowley was possessing him for the first two scenes oh, the, that he's the, in. The, really? The he, agent here's guy? why. He's incredibly dismissive towards the guy who's like, I want to kill these guys. And he's like, well, how do you know they're even a problem? Yeah. You're an idiot. You don't know what they're into. And he also had a reason to keep them alive and just... His his humor and dismissive action and and dismissing the boys as a real threat, yeah, made me feel like maybe Crowley was one up on this, and he is the chess player. So I honestly went down that route. But you for know, a minute. It, you know what? You bring it up, but I was a little thrown with the direction at the very beginning with that character because he was very dismissive. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. Like yeah. the fact that like, he, they tried to assassinate the president, he's like, huh? Yeah. All right then. Maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe the idea was for him to be a. You know, kind of like a pissing match between him and the, uh, the secret, young, the oh, secret yeah. service guy. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely became that. Yeah. But I, because he was such a, well, eh, maybe they're a problem. Maybe they're not. Right. I don't know. I was thinking maybe Crowley's fucking with this guy. I mean, I could, I could see Overconfident that. Overconfident as well, I guess it yeah. came off. I, I guess well, is what he was what playing I, it as. What I got was, at least what I, the way I interpreted it, and I could see Thomas that being a thing. The way I interpreted it is a guy who had been on the, you know, the force or whatever. For so long. For so long that he was just kind of jaded. And he's like, okay, I know how to handle these guys. And the other dude came off as the the, the douchey young guy who wants all, to who get wants, his job. Right, exactly. And I think that's what they were trying to play off. But I could see as the old guy could have, I mean, you could interpret him that could have been, you know, uh, possessed by Crowley. That's what, that's what I thought. I thought that would have been a nice little answer to why Crowley just, just tapped the fuck out right. on that. Right. But I mean, in the beginning, we see how long they're in incarceration and we see that Castiel and Mary are trying to figure out where they went. And it, I, I did appreciate the fact that they included Crowley as to why they didn't, he didn't find him either. Yeah. It did seem a little odd to me. That no, no, it didn't. You know, it didn't to you that his like people, are, I, I, because he's like, yeah, my people don't go that high, but I'm like, he probably could just like force possess somebody, but he just didn't care. This is why I, it didn't bother me or I didn't even question it was because his entire purpose, two years ago, he made a resolve not to be invested in the Winchesters, right? Right. And all of yep. last year and this and the beginning of this year was he was willing to put aside his resolve for one reason, and that was to put Lucifer back in the cage. Lucifer is no longer an issue. He's done. Now he's a scorned lover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's, jaded, that's, how, I mean sure. that, that's how I looked at it. It was like, hey, you know what? You guys don't treat me like a friend. I'm not going to go out and kill you, but, but I'm not going to sure... work my way, like not make a big deal to and help you. And also, he's not concerned. He even said, hey, look, it, they've gone up against some of the, the, the worst of the worst. I think they're okay. That's kind of what I got it out of it. It's definitely very much like a, a fan surrogate sentence. Like, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. Shut up. That, that's kind of <laughs> what I got out of it. It's like, listen, you know what? If they're going to be through a little, if they're going to go through a little bit of hell, eh, whatever. They kind of deserve it for trying to kill me. Sam yeah. does at least. I did like his just dismissive. He's like drinking the umbrella drink nonchalant, and then quotes Mr. T as he walks out. He still gets the best lines, even yeah. if it's just one scene. Yeah, he really does. He delivers them well too. Now, I would say that honestly, uh, Castiel was the surprise emotional hit for me oh, in this man. episode when he's because he's the one who's really hunting for them. You know, he feels all this guilt for towards Mary, like because of Mary and, and the, that he let their, her kids out of his sight, essentially like a bad babysitter in some ways, but also they're his friends, you know, and he feels responsible because he I doesn't have wings to just find them. anymore. you know what though? I didn't even really 
feel the friendship vibe. I felt like a family vibe there. Like it, 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 the way he at, especially at the end, the way he really went out of his way to try to find them. And even this, what he says at the end was like, holy crap, like this is more of a family vibe than I got, I got from a friendship vibe Yeah, for sure. I just, it definitely kicked up that, uh, relationship with, you know, the, with Sam and Dean and, and Mary, a whole nother notch with Castiel. I, at least for me, that's the way I interpreted it. Yeah. So I definitely did like that aspect of seeing Castiel almost down in the dumps. Like this is my fault and I'm going to make it right. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, the whole point of, of, of bringing Castiel's emotions to the forefront was they were using him as a, as a tool to kind of weave the tale of what would this world be like without the Winchesters? Because that's something we haven't really seen. At one point, Sam was out, either was in hell for a very short time. Dean was in uh, was in hell a very short time, but one of them were, was out, and they were doing their thing, mm-hmm. except for a very small time when Sam was uh, taking care of hit a dog, hit a dog, yeah, yeah. But yeah. for the most part, the Winchesters have been a relevant part of saving people, and. I loved that they, I mean, I don't, I don't think some people on Twitter were bitching about how they're showing that Castiel is not capable. I'm like, no, he is capable, but this isn't his thing. He's not a hunter. He's yeah. an angel yep. with a whole other set of skills. He's not a hunter. He's already showed how terrible he's, he is at hunting every time he picks up the hunting, you know, well, even his, his names he alone. It, he admits it in this episode that yeah. he's not good at it. Well, he also yeah. always picks like, Agent Beyonce. Yeah. That's kind of a dead giveaway that you're not the best at this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it worked in a way that displayed that this world needs the Winchesters in, yeah, in, in, a, in a big way. And I and that's another reason why um, I like that they were put away for six weeks. So you can see kind of all all these bad things happening. Werewolf attacks, vampire attacks yeah. that would otherwise have been taken care of within a day if the Winchesters were around. So it also was a great way to bring Mary Winchester to the forefront and say, hey, get off your ass, man. This is what you do. Yeah, get off your ass and do something. This is what you do. Whether you want to <laughs> whether you want to agree with it or not, guess what? This is your destiny. This is the Winchester destiny. Do it. Yeah. And yeah. I like that Castiel was their little cheerleader saying, re- realizing it's, it's almost as if he's, even though he has always noticed the importance of the Winchesters, that's why he joined them and became Team Winchester back in season four. I mean, they've always had this pull and this draw, but it was nice to give us this that reminder this episode of what would happen if they didn't exist. I think the the shot that really stood out for me in this episode was Castiel alone in the dark at the Men of Letters bunker with just the one lamp on and the phone waiting for like waiting for that call. That was sad. That was really. Uh, that was a well-framed, well-shot moment that kind of captured that alone feeling, that that loneliness, and essentially, it's all changed now that they're gone. And admittedly, they're you know they're only gone for a short period of time, but he still feels incredibly guilty and responsible for that whole thing. I I loved that shot. I thought that was beautiful imagery. Right. I there. think that guilt needed to be uh, dwelled on for a bit as well because that's a question we had last week. I'm like, or last episode, I'm like why? Did Castiel not stay behind and help them? Why did he let them get arrested? Yeah. And, and even though we can chalk it off as a stupid like mistake, whatever, or bad writing, whatever you may want to say, I mean, I think that was the entire point leading into this episode. I, I wanted it to be kind of everything. With, and if you look back, I went back and watched Lotus. 
And yes, there are questions there. Like, why didn't Crowley help him? Crowley didn't give a shit. It was about getting Lucifer locked up. He didn't care about anything else. That fixed that first problem for me. Okay, why Crowley didn't zap him out. Secondly, all hell was moving, was, was, was let loose. They were moving very fast. Everybody was doing their own thing. Cassio was gone. He took the girl yeah. and, and took her to, as I said last, last show, Denny's. Planned Parenthood. Oh. You know, to get her to get Lucifer spawned uh, aborted. So, I mean, everything was very it was very fast paced situation. So I don't fault. I don't really find an issue in that any longer after seeing that, especially since they did bring it to light uh, that he realized that he made a mistake to the point where Mary even chastised him a bit and said, really? You lost them? Yeah. Like that feels like the the a line from one of those sitcoms yeah. where the wife is yelling at the husband for <laughs> fucking up. You lost him. I got distracted by donuts at Disneyland, oh. and then the kids get lost for three the rest of the episode. No, I I, I agree. I think that needed to be mentioned and Absolutely. needed to be filled, and I think that will be kind of a fueling the fire element for Cassiel's character for the rest of the season. I mean, we definitely see that coming to fruition at the end of this episode with the decisions he makes. But I, I think that it was interesting to see her, uh, Mary and Castiel reach out to the British men of letters. Yeah. I mean, she, they both were there rescuing Sam. That is, is a big decision to be like, let's go to these guys for help. Right. I mean, we Castiel does know Mr. Catch and he knows that he helped with the defeating Lucifer bit. Yeah. But the fact that they agreed to it, I think they, that's a good way to show that they didn't have any other options. You know, well, Crowley doesn't help, and, and so many of their other friends and allies over the years are just gone. I 100% agree, especially being a parent, being a father. Like, if you having to reach out for help to the people that were torturing your son. Yeah, I mean, rough. that's a hard decision to make. So I think it it it, uh, it showed the desperation. Um of of them being missing and not knowing where they're at. The only thing about them being missing is, and tell me if you agree or disagree, I wouldn't have minded if they were missing for like a year. I think it would have fixed um, some issues that I had in this episode. But uh, six yeah. weeks, I think a year and all, everything's fallen to shit like the monsters, the men of letters have taken over things a bit. A time you know, jump would have worked. I would have liked a longer time jump. I, I don't. I don't know about a year. I think three or four months. Okay. Yeah, six, I would have been. Yeah, six months. Yeah, I mean, three to I, six months. Yeah, I just I, I, a year is a little. That's 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 pushing it. I think. Yeah, three to six months. I would have been okay with. I mean, I wasn't really upset with the six weeks. No, I wouldn't. No, honest. no, I wasn't either. I'm just um, saying it would. have I think it would have made more sense had it been a longer stint. You with know, the, the decision that I, they ended up making. Six, six weeks a long time. And yes, especially but si now. six here hear me no. out. How, when's the last time you sat in a ten by ten oh, cell on. for six weeks? Six weeks is nothing That's compared not the to same. the fifty <laughs> years in hell. Yeah. How long did Dean leave live in hell? A long ass time. I, what, I for agree. every year is how years. long? Every year like, a month is is a year. He was like thirty years, I think was okay. his translation. So six weeks in a cell opposed to thirty years in hell. Yeah. And and Dean that's just Dean. Sam spent his soul a year about yeah. being tortured by the devil and that's his whole ability to beat Lady Bevel in the beginning I do feel like a longer time would have made that feel more like okay let's make this risky as fuck or in their minds a lose a win lose deal yeah 
because six weeks and admittedly, you know, for the normal person that is going to crack, you, you'll break. I mean, after six weeks, I'm willing to make a deal with Billy, you know, for Helatus during winter break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but I think these two have shown that they are way beyond skill and caliber and mental fortitude and ability than the average person. So I do think a longer stint in time, A, would have helped make that more of a believable sell. And yeah. B, it would have made the all hell breaks loose on Earth and and Castiel's guilt and yeah. shit going sideways and Crowley not caring a lot more believable because then it would have been like, they've been gone for a year. I really don't give a shit anymore. I tried to help you in the beginning. We couldn't find anything. I'm moving on. You know, that that would have felt more tangible or or more in sync with the characters we've established right yeah so i feel like six weeks was a, and just kind of an odd number yeah 6.3 weeks <laughs> i think that's a good good idea guys let's <laughs> no but i, I do agree ahead. with you i think let's that's that in the writer's let's room. put that in the script there 6.3 yeah they're three days into the seventh week <laughs> Six to seven business weeks. <laughs> Only Monday through Friday the count, guys. The lead time is, is six to seven weeks, you know, guys. Then again, maybe we shouldn't complain, because I know when Amazon doesn't show up after day two, I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that's a good point. So, I just think, I just look, I just think that sitting, you know, in a cell with no human interaction for six weeks. Um, that's, whack it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's what he did for the Dude, last six weeks. I, like, they, did you hey, notice? Hey, Billy, hey Billy, I Dude. don't want you to kill me. Can you bring me some porn? Look, <laughs> look, they didn't have water, dude. He wasn't getting electrolytes to replenish. Although, so it would have been like he would have whacked like seven to eight times and he'd have dude, he would have dehydrated. <laughs> like he would have died. Let's be honest. You know, I do feel like they missed an opportunity there though, to for to give a little bit of fan service as well as explain the time length yeah. and would have had them grow beards. Wait, they didn't have beard. Were they shaved though? Well, that's the, that was one thing that I was confused well, by. Showed- like, okay, so S- Dean and them are not allowed. You know, he has to use a screw just to get a pen to dig into the wall. Yeah. But they gave him an electric you, Phillips Norelco. They, they wanted to look good <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> but I think like that would have been kind of cool to let to see them have a full on beard. Like that would have shown, holy fuck, they've been yeah, but gone also for a long ass time, six weeks. And also, know. you run the risk of having to do a fake beard, and fake that beards look like shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and and honestly, with the shooting schedule, it wouldn't have worked. So I think I, mean, I think I'm a, that's a little that's almost a blue fire statement, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, let's be honest. <laughs> just saying, just I'm a, saying, if you wanted it to be a year, that would have helped sell that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could six weeks. I don't give a shit about six weeks. Thomas's beard is six weeks right now. <laughs> that's true. It probably actually. <laughs> With my ball hair. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that would have been a a good way to sell a year. Like they look haggard as shit, you know, and that then you could have bought a little bit more into that. They'd be willing to sacrifice one of their lives just to get out of that situation. Right. So, but, you know, back to Mary and Cass having to find them, you know, they do escape and they're like, find us on the freeway somewhere. I don't know. We're in the woods. (laughs) And they had to use the mental letters for help. Like, look. Okay, look, Dean, drop me a fucking pen so I know where I'm going. Oh, we're in the middle of the woods over in between mile marker. Only, like, I, only iPhone people know what that is. That's, that's why Thomas didn't make a sound. Yeah. yeah. I have Android. Well, you could do it with Google. You can drop oh, a pen you? on Google. Yeah, oh, okay. Google Maps. Yeah. Yeah. Drop I, a pen then, Dean. Yeah. Shit. I, I, couldn't he just have prayed? Hey, no. Cass, him over here. No, because Cass can't fly anymore. Yeah. No, I know, but like while he's driving then. Oh. Can you like can you angel navigate while you're driving? Is that is that like texting? Well, and driving? He used to be able to teleport exactly to their location based on a prayer. So that's, if he he should theoretically be able to drive I just think to that's where not they were very safe. 
I don't think that's safe. It's for like Castiel. texting and driving. Yeah, that's not very safe. Okay. Yeah. I, I care about Castiel, and I think that's like texting and driving. Listen, if Thomas wrote this, uh, you know, Supernatural, and you're 12 years in, <laughs> and he took all the continuity and all the lore into play, he would not be able to write a single episode. <laughs> not one episode. Wait a second. In season three, episode think? four, they did this. I can't do that. In season seven, episode 10, they did this. Oh, that's hey, not going to work. Hey, damn. Dab, did you guys, I don't remember, did Kripke do this back? Because I don't know if I could write this episode. You say that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you could, dude. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I mean, oh. but that's kind of getting off topic for a second. No, I mean, that's that something is, I literally just thought of Unfortunately, that. that's, that's the aging process of a show on 12 seasons. It is. It's You're going to end up writing yourself into a hole like, shit. We did something before where this would solve the problem. You got to ret- you got to retcon the shit out of it. Well, yeah. I mean, again, well, not even maybe a soft retcon. You know yeah. what I mean? Just kind of maybe yeah, ignore like a it. Soft opening. Well, any yeah. any reasoning for why he couldn't listen? I mean, he's had reasons why he couldn't tune into Angel Radio before. Yeah. So, but I I do like that they had to go to the British Men of Letters, and you see Mister Ketch again. And I I was a little proud of that moment where they explained that they actually defeated Lucifer to them. I was too. Where that was that's because cool, yeah. they didn't know that that answered another question we kind of had. They didn't know that the Deus Ex McMuffin egg, yeah, <laughs> that we saw in Lotus was used for Lucifer. Can I can I just add, I know I'm I'm jumping off and I'm sorry, but I have to ask this question. Okay, how did they escape the black site? Like outside, aren't there going to be like cameras and like pressure pads and sensors and like, <laughs> simmer down? I'm just paint, paintball boy. Well, I don't play paintball, so let's not even go there. But airsoft boy, I, I just know. Okay, I just know that black sites generally that racist. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, it's not a white site. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's not a Mexican site. Um, I just know that they're fairly. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, the idea is that it's this so. Far remote? underground, remote, off the map. That okay. like the seven or eight people that work there are the only Fair ones enough. who know okay. about Fair it. Fair enough. I just asking a question. You, you know, jeez, sorry. I, I like I how everybody saying, takes their 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 special interests, and that's where they find their issues. Like, oh, dude, like, if, I, <laughs> if I told you about, if I told you how appalling this that that special forces team that they had, and how appalling their gear was. To, like what they were actually doing, it I would you guys would think I'm Good a nerd, door. so we're not even going to go there. Yeah. It, would, it would be your blue fire moment. Yes, it would. And I don't <laughs> feel like having a drop of blue fire on on uh, there. So I have it enough drops. Like an alcohol. I have enough drops. The design of their camouflage was slightly off by about a centimeter. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what it would end up sounding like. That holster is too high for a quick draw that he would need in this kind of situation. Uh, yep. The shoestrings on their boots. It just, <laughs> yeah, it's just not regulation. I mean, let's be honest. The, the, the helmets they were using were non-ballistic, so it doesn't make any sense. Let's... All right, no more. Anyway, I liked how Mr. Ketch was actually impressed by the fact that they defeated the they devil with Lister. that. Uh, yeah, I I felt vindicated, and I think that's how you want to be as a fan. Like even in that's good, like cinematic style writing. It's that moment. I I, I know there's a little bit of an, a stretch here, but it's that moment in Independence Day, uh, where the dog is uh is saved at that last moment. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's, it's, it's through the doorway. Yeah, and you're excited yeah. for that dog. It's the vindication moment, and that's something that I really liked in this episode with that scene was. It was the moment that we always want to know, like that we want other people to share with us in the in the world of Supernatural. Yes, we know Sam Adin has saved the world time and time again, but we always like when somebody else knows. It's also the same thing when Batman, you know, when Michael Keaton's telling Vicky Vale, I'm Batman, I'm Batman. <laughs> You're like, yes, tell her. Like you always get a little excited for but them. The vindication's nice. Yeah, and know? and I like seeing that he was as no know, knowing how badass Mister Catch is. 
that he had a whole new ma- amount respect. of respect for yeah. Castiel and the Winchesters when he said that. You could see it in his face. And that yeah. go- and that's an t- a testament to him as an actor as well. Although I do like the fact that that's, that little bit there also told us that they didn't really know that the devil was real. Yeah. You know, they knew about angels. They weren't surprised by that. But the fact that there was actually a Lucifer, a, a Satan. Did you get you know? I didn't get that. I did, did you? So I, I got, got that really? vibe because yes. Mr. Davies like, you mean the devil? He said the... The, the Lucifer. Lucifer. Oh. Yeah. See, I got it as they didn't even think he existed. They've been so much like, oh, yeah, we've got satellites. We have this stuff. We're not surprised by anything. So for him to actually be surprised yeah. by something leads me to believe that they didn't know it existed. So, yep. so for sure, I think that might answer the question that we I, had a few I weeks ago so. about they know nothing about God yep. I don't and think their they relationship do. with the Winchesters yeah. at all. And I think that's the whole thing. They've clearly underestimated the Winchesters in the season premiere. Yeah. Oh, so oh, for sure. If yeah. you've got God and his also his sister in your left hand pocket, yeah, you know, it, maybe don't fuck with those two. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think they're aware of a lot of that stuff. I even though I was vindicated at that, that moment, I did feel like that was showing too many cards as well to somebody that may. Yeah. That you may That's, want to be underestimated. That at. was a Game of Thrones moment. Don't yeah. tell them everything, right. then they'll fuck you with it. Yeah, because I don't. I can't imagine. I think that was a naiveness of Castiel coming out. Yeah. I don't think Sam and Dean would have ever revealed that. No, honestly. I don't think so. I think that was. I think that was a kind of they needed some help and desperate times, and and Cass is a little bit clouded judgment. Yeah. at that time, and again, like he's never really been one to fully understand the concept of subtlety. So he he still you know has the pizza man jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> so he's not always going to get that. Yeah, he's still trying to grasp the concept of porn. <laughs> Man, I grasped that a long time ago when I was eleven. Dude. <laughs> yeah, eleven, dude. <sighs> when I figured out that that's what a boner was for. Jesus, never, please. My son's two years away from that. Uh, I, pr- uh, I, pray, uh, yes. I pray every day that he's not like me, <laughs> a filthy animal. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Uh, you know, Uncle Ryan can show him if you think. Oh, you know. God. Ew. Tell him about Ryan. chicks. Tell oh. about chicks, dude. Tonight on Dateline. Jesus oh, Christ. Whoa, calm <laughs> down. Uncle I didn't mean it Ryan? Ooh. <laughs> That's creepy, isn't it? Oh, God. That sounds disgusting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go. God. What's that? <laughs> show me on the doll. <laughs> oh. Just. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst show. This is this not, is great, not like a bad, this well is a great done show. show. This is a horrible this content is, that we're bringing. Great show. <laughs> this is what happens. Have you noticed that this is whenever what happens? we take a break? Yeah, whenever we take a break. And you know what's funny? Back. As these are always our highest rated shows because people are laughing. Yeah, that's true. It's disgusting. We're terrible <laughs> disgusting. people. No. Anyway, moving on. Sam and Dean's. Let's let's get into their actual escape from whatever this pl- area fifty one <laughs> kind of thing. They. Did you guys think that they were dead, dead, or did you think it was some kind of deal? Like, did you have any idea what they had done to get out? Honestly, man, I was baffled. I had, I had no idea. I kept thinking, I'm like, all right, is there something they a are they going to show us? Yeah, I thought maybe it was a potion, something. I, I just, I, I had no clue. Like a contingency plan. Did anybody in this room think it was Billy? I didn't think it was no, Billy, but all. I did think for a bit there maybe it was some kind of. They're dead, but only for a bit, because I did think back to when Dean temporarily killed himself to talk to death to bring Sam's soul back Yeah, from what season six. Yeah, I do remember that. And so I thought maybe they're doing something like that. But I, for whatever reason, I didn't think of Billy. I didn't either. Which is, again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little ashamed of myself. I'm a little mad because she was in the road so far. 
Yeah. And I didn't. Dumbass. And that's, you and that's where that. my mind went immediately when she popped up. I'm like, she was in the road so far. I should have saw that. Real quick. Road so far. Loved that. Best with ro- the, the ACDC and all. I was like, yes. Best road so far in the last two to three years. Easily. Oh, yeah. Because that's something I've been bitching about. The, like, the like, rock music and the yeah. vibe of Supernatural and all it that It was stuff. Supernatural. That made me feel good. Yeah. I was super, super excited at the beginning. Supernaturally excited? Oh. Oh, oh terrible. God. That's worse than some of the things I've said so far. Yours are just... Not yours really. get us arrested. N- n- <laughs> Mine are just Uncle bad Ryan jokes. might take <laughs> <laughs> for, for creep factor alone. Yeah, yeah. creep factor was pretty huge on that one. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. I didn't expect them to actually like semi kill themselves to get out, but I did like the the. There was very clearly a Rambo, mo- like what what's inspiration to yeah, this yeah. one? Yeah, with the jungle and the whole you're you're trapped in here with us. Although I did think Rorschach at first from Watchmen yes, with that bit. Yes, I did too, actually. Yeah, that's just where no. I think of that line. See, I immediately, maybe it's because I grew up with Rambo. First, but, first Blood, I mean, it's in the title. Yeah, and that's the first thing I thought, though. Yeah. I, I did t- make that connection immediately. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to be doing uh, Once Rambo. Once they were in the jungle, it's like, okay, I yeah. get the title now. Yeah. Well, dude, when he said you're trapped for us, it reminded me exactly. If you go back and watch First Blood, not First Blood, I think it's the second Rambo. Uh, where he says to the commander who uh, who betrayed him, he says, "No, I'm coming for you." Like, and that That's line is a, yeah. just so, dude. Yeah. I get I get all excited when I hear that line all the dude. time. Yeah, and uh, it's such a great moment in I Rambo. Was, and that's the same the same feeling I got when when Dean's all. No, I think there's a miscommunication here. I'm yeah, like failure to communicate. Yeah, I think there's a failure to communicate. I'm like. You're trapped out here with us. It's like, ooh, that's and then a Sam good, that's just a like good locks line. and loads the rifle. Well, dude, it's like, like okay. It, that, I always get the, um, I always get that that line in First Blood where he's like, "You wanted a war, I'll give yeah. you a war." Like yeah. that line yeah. always freaking gets me, dude. And I definitely had that feeling in this episode. I think the only thing that would have made it better is like, I, is I don't there know uniforms? If, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, in, I don't know if you remember Rambo too when he like. Oh, I remember all of them. Dude, he opens his eyes and he's covered in mud. He stabs yeah. that dude in the neck. Yeah, I would have lost my mind if they did that. Oh, dude, I'd have been just fanboy. Remember out. Dean like covered in mud, just comes out of the ground. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> How badass would that be, dude? Come on, that would be pretty cool. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. That, that, that like, was a dude, missed that's, opportunity. That's one of my favorite Something, scenes in all see, Rambo. I, I do dude. think now in hindsight that you say that, I think that would have been kind of cool to see them like in First Blood, take each one of them out slowly, gorilla style, yeah. rather than just like there is a house about it. Yeah, I don't that know. Just shows up. I don't know. I got a little that moment when Sam come out of the basement from like I was like that was a Rambo moment. Him yeah. coming out of the basement yeah. like that. Slow. Yeah. 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 It was cool. I just, I, I'm, every time I watch that movie and I see the rain and there's the fucking bad guy and you just see the eyes open and he just comes out and just stabs <laughs> a guy. Like, can you see Dean? I can see Dean that doing cool. that. Dude. Yeah, that would have oh, been, cool. been amazing. Didn't even need the mud. Just like, cause it was nighttime at that point. Just yeah, from yeah, the yeah, shadows. Yeah, just shadows. You know? Yeah. Oh man, it would have been so amazing. That, that was a good scene though, seeing them take out yeah. all the different group and plan out. I mean, the fact that you can have the two of them take out what, like five, six? No. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Six guys. It was six guys. Yeah. Military trained, you know, theoretically well trained special ops because they're on this like black site that's not documented. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was laughing though because I, I, I mean, I mean, we already know that they are soldiers. I mean, they made that clear more than ever. Yeah. Even though, even if you didn't see it before, they made it one of the good elements that I really liked in season uh, seven. Oh, season eight was with, uh, was, uh, who's that worthless chick? That he he dated for season eight. 
that was completely worthless. Lassie's uh, owner. Uh, the, the girlfriend. The girlfriend yeah. of the dog. Remember, he hit the dog, then he started dating that girl. I forgot her name. I'll, I'll find it. Dog uh, woman. <laughs> dog woman. Um, remember, he met her father, and he was the father was questioning him yeah. at dinner, and he said he knew that he was in combat, that he's seen war. Uh, that you have that face, you have that the look. thousand yard stare. Yeah. yeah, and so and that's what came to mind when this guy's all like, ass. "Yeah, you know what? I have my highly trained soldiers," and I'm like, "Eh, yeah, these guys so, are more than that." Fun fact: uh, in the chat room, yeah, AV, Amelia, AV, uh, Amelia, yeah, AV Demon says the woods they they filmed this episode where they fought all mm-hmm. those guys is the same woods they filmed the Purgatory in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's kind of cool. It must be the go-to up yeah. in Canada. Yeah, that go-to forest. Yeah. Murder forest. Murder forest. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> There's actually one of those in Japan. They well, I mean, that bringing up that bit from Purgatory, that alone would have told us that, you know, Dean is going to be able to handle this just fine. He lived for how long? Just hunting supernatural creatures, no real rest. Him and Cass and, yeah. and Benny, you know, this is like six dudes. They can probably handle this just fine. Yeah. So, I did like that <laughs> bit with the bear trap, though. I knew someone was going to get that. Dude, does that make you cringe? Like, yes, that the, would hurt so bad. Every dude. time you, I see a bear trap, I like it. I get, yeah, I, I hurt. I well, hurt every time. They're dude, brutal fucking I got, devices, yeah. dude. So, <laughs> BW, he goes worthless? Question mark. You mean Claire? Uh, dude, that guy hates wait VW, right? Yeah, is that Vince? Is that Vince on Twitter? Yeah, dude, that guy hates Claire and the whole entire Wayward Daughter idea. Oh my god. Any any chance he gets to bash it, he will. That made me laugh. Thank you. I don't know. I don't think I think I think Amelia uh, is was, the most worthless character amazing. in Supernatural ever. Yeah, oh. no, I I'm with Mike on that one. Amelia. I mean, she had no personality. That was great. She's there with a dog. Yeah. Giving Sam shit. Yeah. Cheating on him with another guy. I'm like, come on. Dude, you got Sam who can do pull up shirtless. Yeah, you have a six pack right there. Yeah. You go for a keg. And you're over going there. for a middle aged aging man over here. That doesn't make sense. God. Unbelievable. But going back to the fight, I did like the bear trap, but they that's a brutal device, dude. It's it's the snap alone is apparently we usually will break the bone. Ugh. And then you got the teeth digging into the flesh and and you're not going anywhere. You're now I did moving. assume he probably wasn't getting gonna get his leg torn into because he had like combat boots on but that leg's broken like i don't know if a, if a rattlesnake can go through boots i'm sure yeah uh, that's true though ryan, ryan, ryan can educate us on this or can those boots uh withstand bear traps which boots uh military the ones that boots. the guy was no. wearing no. Okay. the ankles are not going to be stiff enough for that all right yeah that, that, so you're, getting, you go. you're getting smoked that, that leg's fucked. Yeah, I mean, he, fucked. he dies anyway later, so yeah. it didn't really matter all that much. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, I was reading that those bear traps. Are, your your leg is done. Like you're Pretty done. Much, yeah. Like yeah. if you get trapped in a if you get trapped by one of those, you're done. Yeah. Like your leg's gone. Well, what it, it's essentially meant to not only maim the bear, but the bear's gonna lay there and die. Yeah. Like that's that's exact, so fucked up. It's fucked up. That's yeah. why they banned them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. they're horse shit. Yeah. They're yeah. horse shit. If you. Yeah. That that whole bit though was tough to watch but it was i did like the bit where they came out and they said yeah the guys we left behind there and mr catch immediately is like you left witnesses and i knew those guys were fucked yeah immediately (laughs) but the interesting thing is it's not just mr catch who wanted to take out the witnesses he davies gives him a little like look yeah Yeah. that they are certain no one's gonna know what happened there and you know what man like and 
Dab said this in an interview, I think the one you just read before we started the show, um, or at the beginning of the show, yeah, yeah. about point of views. It's it's from perspectives. And to them, they're not that they may be callous and cold, but I wouldn't put them in the category of being bad or evil. I think they're doing what they think is necessary to save the day. Like in their minds, they're the heroes. Like, look it, we're doing the hard, we're making the hard decision. We're giving the okay. It's Jack to the, Nicholson from A Few Good Men. Yeah, or the President of the United States. I'm giving the okay on the drone strike. Like sometimes you have to live with the hard decisions that may be ruthless. Yeah. So, and I, I really, as the episode, as the season moves on, I really like that because that's something really unique to Supernatural. Uh, yes, we've seen it with uh, with that was that Crazy Hunter, uh, in uh, season one, I believe. That ends up turning to a vampire. I Gordon. forget his name. Gordon. Like you see that play a little bit with him, but they're really driving it home with the different perspectives in terms of hunting. Like they're not crazy. Gordon was crazy. That yeah. guy was borderline a sociopath. These guys, I think, honestly feel like, with the exception of Mr. Mr. Catch, I think he might be a sociopath. <laughs> he probably is. But, but the British men of letters themselves, though, I, it, yeah, they're, they feel like this is the job. This is what I signed on the dotted line to do, to serve and protect the people from monsters and anybody that could resemble, potentially, a threat to that job. Um, well, I mean, but, but I like that, that they're doing, they're creating this, this tension that you know is going to end up boiling over, uh, with, uh, between Dean, Sam, and the men of letters. You're going to see them come at odds with the way they do things, especially with how this episode ended with Mary. Well, I think that that's a big running theme for this season between the interview slash interrogation with the men of letters, as well as, uh, Lucifer and the, him killing all the people in the rock show and yeah. Sam saying like, you know, we didn't win here. You know, the, their comeuppance, yeah. the, the yeah. karma, the fact that it's not always, it's not just saving people hunting things. It's also fucking up and losing lives now and then too. Yeah. Like the second less fun half of that phrase. Yeah, this is all going to end up paying off in the end because there's a, they're really driving home the stark contrast between how Sam and Dean do things and how the men of letters do things. Well, I mean, you know, Sam and Dean right there, he says, Dean says they're just soldiers. They were just doing their job. Yeah. And you can almost hear Davies and Mr. Ketch say, so are we. Right. You know, yeah, that's they what, said it without saying it. They, exactly. Yeah. You can, well, as I said, you can almost hear them. Yeah. Because that is their job, too. It's part of the job. Killing Magda in episode four was part of the job. It had to be done. Yeah. It's not a whether or not they want to. It's that they have to, you know, and and again, going back to Magda, I mean, she was murdering people. She yeah. is. She was a threat, and that's she why she didn't know she was doing it. But clearly, that makes her dangerous, right. and that's why I I like what they're doing with the Men of Letters. It it's, wasn't originally what I wanted with the Men of Letters, but I think I I'm I'm, I'm liking what it, what they're doing with it. It goes back to that age old thing we've talked about it before. That if you can somewhat see and agree with what the bad guy does, it makes that bad guy that much more hard to root against. Yeah, it's yeah. like look, he killed that person because he had to do it well yeah. i think that's what was great about breaking bad it's like if you were in episode one you're like yeah i totally see how this guy does all this shit and by yeah. the end of the sh show season yeah. five you're like ah yeah you know i he did some bad stuff but i still get it you know because it, it is decisions that lead to that point yep now the the bit with uh mr catch killing all the guys though <laughs> like that might be where him being a sociopath kind of rings true right 
because that was they were taken back to the base. Now, whether or not that was intended to like set up a look yeah, right. as to what happened, because mm-hmm. he could have just killed them all in the woods and left it at that. He like took them back. One of them was tied to the chair. Like, did he get questioned? Did Mr. Catch try and get some answers from them? Right. They're still clearly a threat. I mean, you see Davies trying to have that like salesman pitch with other hunters. And the thing I think to take away from that bit was he says that we'll give you all the stuff you could ever want as long as now and then when we call you, you will go somewhere and, and do something. Do what we say. So they clearly aren't just in, interested in helping out America clear it of monsters. There is some kind of like Italian mob style. There's going to be a favor. Someday someone's going to ask you to do something. You're going to have to do it style quid pro quo that they have planned. But I don't think it's like uh, ill intent. Like, I don't think it's like, hey, I, don't we know. Want, I don't think it's about putting people under their thumb. I think it's about correcting issues within the United States. And like, listen, if we're going to do this, you need to help us and do it the way we do. We don't need anybody half in. I don't know. See, I wonder because he clearly wrote a report to someone who is interested in making sure that there's no witnesses with the Winchesters. They have an agenda, even if they are an individual ideology group. Right. Someone has an agenda. I mean, I would be okay with that, but that's that's not what I saw, but I'd be okay with it. I just I I think maybe that leads to the concept behind American their view of American hunters. Like you don't trust anybody, you don't know. Because I'm sitting here watching this like yeah, no, fuck you. What do you want? Yeah. I'm immediately on the American Hunter side. I don't know. Side. If I got a cool jacket and, a, and, and, and an accent, <laughs> and a grenade like, launcher. I'll, I'll, I'll join you guys. You know, if I can be James Bond, yeah, I, but I'm can down. Can I sit shotgun with let's Mr. Hear, Catch? I'm in. Let's hear your British accent, Mike. No. Why not? Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? My name's Mike. Hello. <laughs> My name is Mike. name's Mike. 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 I like how that's shifted dialects all across the region. Absolutely. There. That's the whole point of it. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> i don't know i i don't trust them but. i don't either we shouldn't they're leading yeah. they're leading towards being again the i think what at least maybe they is, won't be like the huge antagonist for the entire season no but they're, they're gonna, not there's gonna be a problem i don't think they're designed i they're honestly be, do not there, think dude. that the men of letters are designed mm-hmm. to be the true antagonist i don't think this season is shaping up to really have an antagonist unless you look at what Ugh. the implications of what happened at the end of this week's episode. I think that's going to be some ramifications to deal with, but I don't think the middle letters are going to be the true antagonist. I think there'll be an issue between them, much like the Campbells in season six. They weren't evil, but he was definitely not on their side per se, but he wasn't a bad dude. Mm, he, he let his own grandkids get killed. Yeah, he wasn't a bad dude, though. He, he was, he was trying dude. to get his wife back. Come on. Listen, wife, bad hot wife or grandkids you never met. I'm gonna choose my hot wife with the big boobs. I'm like, listen, big <laughs> boobs or grandkids I never met. Big boobs, big boobs every time. Let's put this on a scale, big, okay? Well, how big are the, heavier? How so that'll weigh the scale. How big are the boobs? Let's be. They're honest. big. <laughs> they're big. I don't know. What did Mrs. Campbell look like? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't. Let, I, let's you know for argument's sake. Let's just say 34 D's. Yeah, all, right. all right, all right, fine. Okay. And grandkids you never met. I'm boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know I can't. I can't fault him. Yeah, I. I Plus get what you're Asian trying to say. From X Files, he's cool. I get what you're trying to say, but it is the way they said it. You know, you'll do what you're told. That is nefarious. I tell my kid that. Does that make me nefarious? Yes. In his eyes, yeah. He's plotting your death. <laughs> Thomas is such a child. He still remembers his his mother oh, and dude, father telling him no. That you act like they don't. Still, that's true. Come on, that never goes away. <laughs> 
So I don't know. I don't trust them. We'll see. Yeah. Again, I don't think necessarily they'll be like the biggest threat to the season, but I I definitely think they're villains at this point. They're just biding time so that we believe them. They're Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. You don't trust them because you know you shouldn't. But when they get the chance, they're going to fuck you. Oh, so, uh, VW in the chat room says, uh, sorry to interrupt. Thomas. Very good. Uh, VW says it was it was Mary, not his wife. Well, Mary is hot. So hot Mary. <laughs> same thing. Same rules apply. Same rules apply. <laughs> yeah. Just smaller yeah. boobs. Just, Jesus. Oh, anyway, she's a keeper. The, the, I agree. Both married. I think the biggest bit of the episode that we need to touch on that he probably affects... wanted her back and he made out with her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I remember that. I will now do I, all I can to I, bring this I, moment back. I was possessed back. by yellow eyes, but hey, <laughs> that's so it awoken something in me. Oh God. Moving to what is probably the biggest information lore bit and implications for the episode is the final scene, essentially, yeah. where we find out that they made a deal with Billy to for one of them to die, you know, coin toss style in order to get out. And I, again, I do think, you know, had it been a little more time, that would have worked a little bit better. But it is an intimidating moment when the car just stops because they they mentioned that they have to tell Cass about it or we need to talk about it throughout the episode until it finally shows up that Billy's looking to collect on a debt. Now, what she says is interesting because she says that there are consequences to be paid because they are going to, if they break a blood pact. Now, this is something, you know, that in culture has been big blood packs from any culture, any time period, pretty much there, that there's something about those being the most sacred promise or bond that you can make and and they definitely drove home that yeah, with the whole yeah. blood thing and we know blood is power in supernatural i mean every spell they do requires blood i mean those guys hands are so calloused yeah with slicing them open <laughs> you know there's a lot of scars on their there's hands. a lot of scars i have a lot of scars on my hands for other reasons from helatus <laughs> yes from helatus. yeah no but we know there's something she's like a cosmic level of fuck up a, a cock up cascade is about to hit them in the face. A what? A cock up cascade. <laughs> what the fuck? They, I, I like that hashtag. That they Andrew cocked up the deal, and it's gonna fucking just roll into is this that big like, ass problem. Is that like Gavin on an episode? I'm confused. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. Okay. So Billy says you guys are gonna get fucked if you do this. That I mean, we know she knows something more about the cosmic universe because she's the one who told us about the void. Yep. You know, God never mentioned it. Crowley and them never mentioned it. I mean, they barely knew about how to get into purgatory. Yeah. And before she got ganked, she said, even if you refuse to abide by the deal, there's cosmic consequences. What was her choice words? I'm paraphrasing. But right before she got cosmic scale, I think she said. Yeah. So listen, as we know, much like the lore has already established with the crossroad demons, even if a crossroad demon gets killed, the deal Rolls over rolls to over. another demon. Yeah. So we already know there's countless reaper. other reapers. Yeah. We are, so I mean, but the lore would be it, it would be believable. It would make sense that it would roll it would, over, right? Right. It would make sense that hey, even if I get killed, the deal's made. You you made the deal in blood. Yeah. That's. I mean, I and think she, the only she, time Go and ahead. she seemed to have you know. She she has every time she made an appearance, she made it a point to say. She's not here to be a friend. She's here to collect them. 
I mean, every time she's popped up, she's not. She never drank the the Winchester Kool Aid. Not right. one point. So we know that she has a backup plan. Something what? something bad. We're finally. I think they're going to get their comeuppance, Thomas. And and this is something that you know you were negative about because you wanted so bad. You wanted the men of letters to be that comeuppance. You right. wanted them well, to be the 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 thing that brought balance back to what the Winchesters have created. When because the Winchesters created an imbalance. Well. It ends up being Billy. It ends up being Billy. And I think that's still going to be something that will inevitably come back this season. They're go- not going to leave it open. Something's going to bite them in the ass. It, it, they're going to have to deal with it. They've been building it up for three years about this imbalance. Well, two years. Three yeah. seasons, but two full seasons. Um, they've been building up that, that Sam and Dean continue to tip the scales. I don't think they're just going to let that go. Now, my question is, is what flavor is the Winchester Kool-Aid? Semen. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> it's horchata with semen. Oh, Ross no reason. and cinnamon. <laughs> Even gay Andy, are, you know, groaned at that. You guys are terrible. Yeah, I'm an awful person. I, I agree. I think that there is going to be some kind of hell to pay for this, which they didn't even make that decision. This is a, also a first for them. Yeah, that I thought was surprising. This was the first time that they weren't like, you know what? Fuck you, man. We'll do it our way. Kill death. You know, and if you kill death and that doesn't have some kind of consequence, I think the consequence was Billy. I well, that was a pretty mild consequence then for killing an entity. Entropy. I, I agree. I agree. But but I get what you're saying. I think in retrospect, that was was much harder on them. than Death ever was. Yeah. So we this. But this is the first time they didn't do what Gabriel warned them about. You know, you always will pick each other and that's why you guys will are always have a weakness. But now Castiel's the one who made that decision for them. And great bit of acting on Misha Collins' part right there after he sadly killed Billy, where he, you see like the pain that he's gone through for the last six weeks, the guilt, it all kind of comes out at that moment where he's like, I'm not letting one of you guys die, least of all not because I fucked up once again kind of thing i know that's how he feels yeah you know i mean there's every season has had like cast fuck something up so you know he feels bad especially because this was the one time compared to the other cock-ups yeah that it he, he's gonna affected go with that them. He's, he's gonna make that a word dude. did you ever hashtag that yet have you had no that's an actual is that I, like that's a phrase or is that a different no thing? it's a phrase oh. andrew never never hashtag that let it go shame andrew. anyway the, the how do you We've, spell it? How do you spell cock up? Urban dictionary, Andrew. U-P? Well, you said that there was another word. Cosmic cock. Andrew, cock up Andrew as he's typing it. Oh, gets cock up cascade. Andrew, there, as he's typing it, just gets stuck on cock. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> C-O-C-K. His browser history keeps C- taking him to other websites. He's like, shit. Oh, I got to clear my browser history here. <laughs> shit. Anyway, I my question is, what will what'll come and make them you know, pay that debt? Because... Billy the Reaper, it was just, I mean, for all her intimidating as fuck, dead-eyed stare that just peers through your soul. Love it. Loved that. But as scary as she was when yeah. she showed up, where you're just like, oh, fuck. She was just a Reaper. Yeah, right. And death is gone. And Lucifer, I, I, I guess, for I all intents more... and purposes, is in the cage. But, like, what what does that mean? Does, like, Lovecraftian horrors come in from beyond the veil of time and space to fuck with things? Does reality start shifting or is it just going to be another group of reapers like i really am curious as to what that's going to be it's going to be something huge yeah it's going to be something different 
What? Any ideas? It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be the Grim. I don't know. Grim Reaper. I just make it shit up. It's gonna I don't be know. a guy called Cosmic Consequence. Cosmic cock. <laughs> I am your cosmic the, con- I am consequence. The cosmic cock consequence. It would be interesting if there was another like god level entity that yeah. wasn't God or the darkness, but we're was gonna like get it. entropy uh, or some shit. Like we're gonna that. get it. No, we're gonna get it. No, I mean, I mean, maybe not. The, maybe not this season. Don't. But because they want to be more close knit, more personal this season. Yuck. But it may lead to something bigger next season when they start to go big again. I hope there's got to be something bigger. There's always a bigger fish. Exactly. I hope not. And I honestly think what is this, you're Dragon gonna, Ball Z? You're gonna see Billy that she was just the mouthpiece for someone more powerful. But then that's like, who the fuck is that? You know she wasn't alone in her desire Next to put... Next time on I mean, Supernatural, can Sam and Dean power to the level to beat Entity? It's like, over 9,000. It's over 9,000. Like, that's what I feel like this is going to. No, I, I agree with Mike, though. There has to be something that's going to make them pay for this, right? Otherwise, why would a blood pact be so bad? If it's just a Reaper, you know... I mean, you can kill a Reaper, you can kill a demon... Again, when Amara and God are on your side, essentially, are you really afraid of anything? Yeah. But if it's a cosmic level fucked up mistake that you just made, what is that going to entail? How are they going to show that? Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, they're. Yeah. It's going to be different. There, there's a, a method to the madness that's going on with this with this season and everything that all the moving parts. Um. And I, 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 I honestly don't even foresee what's going to happen with this season. And that's not a bad thing. I, I could see that it could turn into countless other things. It could be, I mean, look at what they're playing with in terms of, um, they're playing, not, not our emotions, but they're playing with, with, with themes a lot. Like, for example, okay, first we got the cosmic imbalance. It's been going on now for what, two years, right? Right. And how much good have we really done? Okay. Billy was the answer to that. And then we also now like, okay, so then we started thinking, we started thinking, okay, well, maybe Sam and Dean are not doing good, right? Maybe they've created more harm than good, right? Than good. But then they drive home the point with Castiel this week that look what happens when they're gone for six weeks. The Winchesters are needed. They're needed. The so, I mean, without the Winchesters, the human race would be probably gone. The yeah. apocalypse would have happened. Demons would have roamed the earth along with Lucifer. Uh, God probably may have never come out of hiding. The Winchesters are the reason why we're alive. And is this is the question it poses. Is that the cosmic imbalance? Were humans supposed to be done away with? Was this the end of our evolutionary walk? Was it supposed to be the end? And Sam and Dean and you look at up. all these, Yeah, and you look at all these contrasts that they're drawing between Sam and Dean doing the right thing, which creates an imbalance, trying to save human, human life and each other. That creates an imbalance. Maybe that's going to come back in the end. That humans don't belong no more. Maybe, but I, I bring back something God said in season 11, which is you and the other chosen yep. ones. I was thinking the exact will, same thing. Will essentially rise to the occasion the occasion maybe that's his own little side chapter he wrote that the world doesn't want that the universe doesn't want to let happen but god wrote it well that's the thing is like you can always as like a fail safe like his chosen yeah. are the fail safe i mean not to sound weird or anything but your idea of are humans still supposed to be here we should all be gone is is the backing of some cults <laughs> but that is 
a concept that has been brought about not just in supernatural but in other things too. The humans that was the Lucifer's whole thing is that you are a plague we've on all, this planet. We've had our time. Yeah. You guys are done, you know. But the fact that God says you and the other chosen and his whole thing about nature taking its course and as things like work out naturally on its own. Yeah. I think the the Winchesters are an interesting oddity because they are this imbalance, but at the same time, they're clearly part of those chosen ones. Their destiny was about stopping the apocalypse, this test, essentially, that God put them through. So are that is this going to be where the chosen ones come into the story? Yeah. You know, and maybe... Interesting. What does that even fucking mean? Yeah. You know, and this is something somebody in the chat at VW said, the, the Sandman comic, for those of you who are uh, familiar with it, Apparently you have like these physical embodiments of these things like death that the physical embodiment can die, but it'll just be reborn in another vessel, essentially. So maybe that'll be something with death. He's not dead because we thought maybe he isn't actually gone, but like that vessel was maybe the chosen ones are something far greater than, you know, just people or even reapers. Maybe that's where cosmic stuff will come in. I mean, how big can you make this whole story in Supernatural? We know there's other dimensions. We know there's other planets. We know there's chosen ones. You know, the the world is their oyster or the universe is their oyster. Yeah. And Supernatural's always been able to, like, pull it out of, of nowhere. Like, here's the darkness. It's It's something way beyond what you can imagine. Can you do that again on a cosmic scale? Or yeah. does that seem too silly? I, I, I think, think it really depends. we had this conversation, though, before where we thought, you know, where do you go past Amara and God? And it's like, you get to a certain this point. Is it, the Winchesters you're, you're versus at, you, Cthulhu. You're, yeah, you're at, a, you're at a tip top of a window here. Because if they go any more, they're gonna, they, they run the, the possibility of jumping the shark. You've got to be really careful where you go with this. So, again, I don't know where you go. And, and killing Billy, I, I, I truly believe that there is going to be big time repercussions for that. But what what kind of repercussions? Because if you if you go too much, the fans of Supernatural are going to grab the pitchforks and they're coming for you. That's but the way I look y- at it. Your words are wise, Ryan, and I agree with you uh, that they do need to be careful yeah, about not jumping the shark, and that you can come dangerously close to doing this that. Is very close, but but we already know even long before we've even approached this season back in season five, the hammer of the gods, I believe we were introduced to a a universe that was much bigger than God and, and, and uh, Judeo Christianity. Right. But we're, Um, and we know the universe is much bigger than that. We're familiar with, again, not everyone is, but you're familiar with North missile, North mythology. Yeah. You're familiar with Thor and Odin and all those other, because, because of whatever you've seen. Okay. So you're saying introducing something much, something bigger than God and Amara that maybe someone not, might not be familiar with is, is a tougher situation. It is, but it's not something that hasn't been left established. What are we going to go with? Aliens? Okay. Here's the thing. I'm not saying aliens, but think about what, um, what uh death said that i can put you on a in a place i know i remember yeah well you know, said this is one little planet with life right in one little universe you know and, and, he, and all, know, he even offered to put dean someplace that he yeah. could be uh, where there's nothing i think and then you also have the introduction of the void there's got to be someone in charge of well, the void the yeah if you guys remember in season six we know hp lovecraft was introduced that he had some kind of oh please mission like he saw, he opened a portal please do it and there there was talk about that that one girl that that was uh came through and she was like a monster but they didn't explain it but she wasn't something they knew about she even says she's from a different place 
So can you have this? They've established H.P. Lovecraft had some kind of dark art magic insight into another dimension, another world. You know that death can take them to other places. We know this is one planet with life. There is the possibility left in the in, in the trail of breadcrumbs that you could have alternate dimensions, alternate entities, alternate powers. Okay. Is it jumping the shark? No. Well, maybe, no. but no. you could make that work. As long as you make it work and it feels like univer- like the supernatural universe and you're making it and you're and you don't force it. If it feels yeah. right, then you can do it. And since you brought this up, we might as well jump to the spoiler room scoop from EW where Dab says in an interview, and this goes hand in hand with what you just said, uh, that they're going to be dealing with stuff later in the season and we're going to be introducing uh, fun extensions of our mythology. Some long forgotten Lucifer lore. Okay. Okay. So this can all tie back into things that we've seen that we've forgotten, the Lovecraftian type stuff. It could be anything, man. It could be anything. And I honestly think they are getting ready to open up the door to a bigger world of Supernatural. They have to. And again, I'm not saying they're going to go big yet, but you're going to start seeing those things uh, start. uh, You're going to start seeing the Carver mentality of getting things ready, throwing them at the wall and getting things set. Because right now, Dab has not done anything differently than Carver, Gamble, and Kripke. He's been playing the safe card of using old mythology and reusing it. It's time for Dab to start bringing in his own ideas. And I think you're going to see it. But it's, again, bringing back what Ryan said, it's, uh, you got to be very careful. It's walking a tightrope. You got to be very careful. It's either incredibly impressive or something gets fucked. Yep. You got to be careful with your fans, man. I just... It's a tough one. It's a tough situation, and I think there's a way to do it where it could be really cool and really awesome, but there's also a way where you could awesome, totally, awesome <laughs> or you could totally jump the shark and piss a lot of people off, and that's where you got to be you got to be selective on how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I I am surprised that they have the ability to still open different doors into different places with this universe yeah. of supernatural. Dude, we haven't even gone back to Oz, dude. You think about that? Yeah, I mean, we know, they like I said, that too. And then again, they've left breadcrumbs of other dimensions, other beings from other worlds. You know, I think the biggest thing is is, is Lovecraft, and I always said it was a th- sad fact that he was only ever mentioned in one episode, and they never yeah. brought him into it. Especially with Leviathans being these like black goo tentacle monsters, that could have been really cool, but. The fact that it, they have it set up to where if they do it right, it won't feel completely out of place. Yeah. That, that is quite the testament to their yeah. abilities. I mean, they can also, of course, go the route of, of uh, Lucifer's offspring, and that could be the next big thing. Yeah, but, uh, but you can't just have him be, hey, I'm a bad guy, and I'm like the second Lucifer. There's got to be an extension to him. I was they're, born with an evil agenda. Uh, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> going to utilize the Nephilim, of, uh, the, the offspring of Lucifer, and they're going to utilize it in a way that opens up the universe bigger. It's going gonna, it's gonna to reveal something that we didn't know before obviously yeah so and that's all that's all tied in i i ultimately i like what dab's doing after seeing this episode as long as he stays on task here i think that's the biggest thing is that we're curious as to where the season is kind of going right now and it's not bad to have a bunch of different routes you could go but i think it is a little unsettling that we're still so in the dark as to where 
it's going and what route by the midway, quote, halfway point. I, I think it goes again with an interview that Dab was all but admitting that uh, Carver, uh, he did an interview with Collider, and he all but <laughs> admitted that Carver had way too many things. There was way too many moving parts when he took over this year. And he needed eight, se- eight episodes to kind of bring about a clean slate, as he said. He needed to, he didn't want to deal with the Lucifer, the, he didn't want to deal with Lucifer this year. And he, and he didn't want to deal with Lucifer in one episode. So he found, he found himself in found a predicament. for him to do. He yeah. found, no, well, hold on. He found himself in a predicament. Like, well, how do I, how do I handle this? How do I shelf Lucifer in a way that doesn't feel like, hey guys, he's taken care of in one episode. Cause you know, we would have bitched. Oh, I would have lost my fucking mind. You know, we would have bitched if he was taken care of in one episode. Thomas would have blue flames <laughs> everywhere, dude. <laughs> So icy hot. He would. He would have burned hot, cold. He would have burned cold. He burned cold. You know. So I think he he took these eight episodes and found a way to kind of clean slate it. Well, is it a hundred percent done? Because we heard before that what he said. He pretty much alluded to the fact that Lucifer is done. But we've heard before that Mark Pellegrino will be showing up again. He could be anything. Could be a vessel. Oh, he could be just a homeless guy on the side of the road. We don't know. He could be some homeless it, it, it dude. Could be like Mortimer and them. And I hope then. he is. All the way to piss off Thomas. Oh god, I <laughs> would. He work just too. shows up as a gas pump attendant. Oh, I love hey, it. Guys, familiar. You guys look like I've seen you guys before. It's weird. Oh fuck! God, I, would I would be, be so mad at that. So, I would I, laugh. I, I mean, would I think die. he is essentially taken care of for right now, but you never know. And I think that's what I'm. My kind of my point is that we don't know essentially i think we can assume he's in the cage at he, this point he is that's a, he's 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 done he, he's taking care of it that degree but we Hold still on, have let me the, find the exact words we still have the the nephilim we still have the idea that or the concept that the confirmation that mark pellegrino showing up again later we still have the british mental letters and their ultimate goal and now we have this cosmic imbalance with the deal with billy and I, it's not that it's bad that you have different routes but it's where are we going still right. leaving me curious and, yep. and a little concerned well you uh, found it yeah so the exact words so i'm not paraphrasing here uh this is dab we knew there were going to be uh we were going to introduce the british men of letters but for the first half of our season the real hard uh charging thing was lucifer so it really was important to us to put him away for a little while maybe permanently and doing so creates an opportunity so, I mean, and when he <sighs> says permanently, obviously, it's agree. not permanently, yeah. like forever. But I mean, permanently to me means this season. And I honestly, you know what? I'm fine with that. Like, we don't need, we all agreed with that last, I think, what, three or four episodes ago? We said we, we, we would be okay with Lucifer being shelled for a while. He doesn't need to he, bring him back when you bring God back. That's where he fits. Yeah. Well, I mean, just Lucifer, a, a, a Lucifer roaming uh, uh, the badlands of the world doesn't makes sense right now it doesn't work i think what they could have done and this is my idea here or or what i feel like would have been a little stronger is if we because we didn't know what happened to him at the end of season 11 other than he was expelled from castiel's vessel so why not have him he ejaculated out right right he did have that that face you know (laughs) he did so why not have Why not have, don't even touch on Lucifer, have him be underground, have him be, maybe he's dead, maybe he's alive, maybe, who knows, 
have him be something that just goes away for a while and then leave breadcrumb a trail of breadcrumbs to where he then makes a triumphant return in like season 14 or 15 or or something like that where we i mean we talked about it with american nightmare where the psychic kids are coming back maybe this is a lucifer plan maybe this is a demon cult to bring lucifer back to greatness plan maybe there's something with that if you had those kind of like little hints throughout like season 12 13 14 and then you built up to him returning yeah i feel like that would have been really good this kind of feels like they just let's come up with something to get it over with and then we'll maybe come back to it later if we feel like it yeah i feel like if you just you can tuck him away without having to show us what happened and then when he comes back later it would feel like it made sense you could tuck him between your legs and he may slip out later right but as long as you're at the party having a good time hopefully no one will notice (laughs) right unless you want them to (laughs) That that's all I'm saying. I yeah. I don't think he's gone forever. Like, but like you said, he does need to show up when God comes back or at the end of the show. I still think he needs to be the final villain, ultimately, yeah. because this or is a always part, or a or part, part of, of the, the bigger story. Villain. Yeah, he that's his role. He's always been the main bad guy. That Honestly, was man, I, vision. I I agree that they could have just left it open-ended when he yeah. ejaculated from Castiel. White stuff did come out. Yeah, right? I mean, I would have been fine with that. I'll lower your face. jeez. <laughs> oh, but... I, um, I would have been fine with that also, but at the same time, you know us being us and the Supernatural fan, and we'd be like, what happened to Lucifer, though? What happened well, to we're Lucifer, still asking though? what happened to the cult for to like Lucifer, six years. Yeah, so. but that's different. That's different. So I, I think them doing this was okay i think there would there could have been better ideas because just because yeah. that's us you know yeah and we overthink things but i think ultimately i i think it works with what they did i, I it, it feels i mean dab wanted a reset that's what he said also in his interview he i guess wanted, i just feel like he it was a wanted rush. a true reset and he said this episode the first eight episodes of the season was a true reset and he didn't just want to jump time he wanted so, to he wanted to give us a an eight episode reset button so is this are, like are, season eight again are you saying like a reset i think so a, a reset on the five like the, you know because they always do the five-year storyline i think is that that's what it. That, is that what he, he basically put a stamp and said we're resetting i i pretty much think that's what i that's what i got that's what i took away it, from his interview interesting i got that this was his it reset it wasn't like a convention quote you know they say like no. when people want to hear it, it was actual okay. no he was he was talking pretty you know adamantly and it seemed to me like uh again based on his interview it just seemed to me like and he said the word this is his reset and we don't get a lot of times to do that we don't get a lot of opportunities to do that in supernatural and uh, this is one of those times where it needed to be reset and i feel like i think the the big story again as he's been saying and we've been saying is it's the men of letters and the repercussions of of billy and the imbalance right we'll see well yeah i mean i i think that's, that's i'm gonna put 20 dollars on it the biggest yeah, thing for me right now yeah is oh, i just kind of want to know where we're going I, I kind of got an idea now. You do? We've just oh. been talking I mean, about it. <laughs> it's still so it's up in the for, air, though. I, I, don't I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think I think uh, I, I think we're okay now. If the next four episodes is like meandering, like the first four, you know, even though I liked the episodes this season, I felt like the main arc was meandering a bit. If we don't focus on that, what they set up right now, then yeah, I think that's kind of silly. But I mean, I think after reading all the interviews that Dab's done over Helatus, Winter Helatus, and seeing what we saw this past week, I think we kind of got the idea. 
I just unfortunately I wish it it didn't come you know last 2016 before they went to winter break because it left a lot of us thinking well where's the story going well we all had we all said that yeah we all I, really see confused. I still like, uh, I don't know something about me just does hasn't shook shook that feeling yet hmm. we'll see we'll see I, it's I don't want to say too early for me yeah. to 100 you I know wish I had a dollar for every time we said we'll see on this show because uh. I feel like <laughs> we don't want to speculate anything now because we were. We- we don't want to be We've wrong. We've been anymore. right, though. We have well. been pretty, pretty right. That's true. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, my God. All right. With that, let's get into the grading bit on this episode. Uh-oh. Mike, let's go to you first. Oh, what great. do you think? What was your overall grade for this episode? Um, and also, I guess this would be the point where if you had pluses and minuses, like in general. Okay. Hmm. God. Um, I never come to you first. This is, you this know is an odd one for you. Let's see here. Um. I definitely enjoyed I the. So <laughs> I definitely enjoyed the episode. I found myself smiling during points. I was excited from the get go because of the true road so far we had. It felt so much like Supernatural should feel. Um, well, they actually played ACDC. And you know what? I have to say, okay, let, let's look at this from an academic sense. From a, not a fan sense, academically, I think the first three acts were pretty weak. Uh, I think the closing half, the second half of the episode, I think is what made the episode. Uh, it was really hard for me to swallow that Sam and Dean were willing to commit suicide after six weeks when Dean lived in hell for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Sam was in the cage with Lucifer. And I, I think that part was hard for me to swallow. But once I swallowed it, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, it sounds. <laughs> it wasn't as salty as you thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible analogy. Oh my God. That's wow. a terrible analogy, but it makes sense. That made Andrew really excited. <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense though. Like when you when you really break down that terrible analogy, like it was the opening couple acts was hard to swallow. Yeah. Uh in terms of the believability that yeah. Sam and Dean would commit suicide. But ultimately it does help Dab pick up the edge and sketch, shake it, and do a reset, and I think it works. I would have to give this episode a B. A B? Okay. Yeah. And I, I loved, I mean, I love the feels. I mean, Castiel's scenes were powerful. Uh, I love seeing him and Mary work together, make their own decisions. And the men of letters are awesome. And to see the vindication for Sam and Dean, you know, like yeah. it, letting other people see how awesome they are. And Sam's line, you know, we're the people who saved the world. I mean, that's good. That's see, I thought that was corny. Oh, I loved it, man. Like, I love the people it. that saved the vindication. That was on. that was kind of what they were doing this episode. It was like the vindication of the Winchesters. Like we felt vindicated as fans that we finally got. Like I said, it was the it's the reveal of I am Batman moment. It's like yeah, you can finally tell people that you're the reason why we're still here. Hmm. As an Uber fan, I I like that. All right. So B solid B from Mike. Ryan, what about you? Um, I actually, I have to agree with Mike and I don't normally look at the shows in, in, you know, the acts, but I definitely thought the first two or three were, were slow. I just, and I know why they did it. I know why they did it for, you know, to, to make it feel like the time had passed and it was really, you know, mundane with them being in the, in the prison and everything. And I get that. I just felt like it really, it killed the vibe of the episode, I guess would be the right way to describe it. Um, but it didn't, it, it didn't ruin it for me per se. Um, I loved, absolutely loved seeing Sam and Dean kick ass like they did Yeah, uh, against the, the special forces team or whatever you want to call those guys. 
Um, it was fu- it was good to see because we've seen them get their ass kicked lately. Yeah, and it was nice to see them actually kick some ass because I mean, I look at it this way that there's not much Sam and Dean can't do at this right. point. You know, we've gotten to that point where it's it's like holy shit, these guys are badasses. So it was actually good to see them be badasses. Um, I did like uh, Mary and Castiel working together. I think Misha's acting in this episode was actually really, really good. Uh, there, a couple of those scenes where he was kind of down in the dumps. Yeah. Um, really, it portrayed just how down in the dumps Castiel was. I think he did a great job with that. Um, the British Men of Letters, I'm not, I have no idea where that's going, to be completely honest. But I do like Mr. Ketch. Um, Who doesn't? I think he's he's super cool. And like you said earlier, Mike, I would totally watch a spinoff with him. Yeah, absolutely. No, hands down, I would watch it. It would be brutal, and I think it would be it would be fun at the same time because he is kind of a fun character. Um, so I don't know where that's going, and, and I honestly, I'm kind of on the fence too. I'm fifty fifty on where the season is going. To be completely honest, after this episode, I, I think Mike's right. There's going to be some kind of cosmic, you know, uh, repercussions for Billy dying. But I don't know what they are, and I, I don't exactly know what the route they're going to take with that. I don't think the men of letters are going to be a huge problem, but I think they might come back as a problem. Um, I think they're trying to work in with Sam and Dean to gain their trust, but I think they have ulterior motives. So we'll see where that goes. Um, as far as the episode goes, uh, I would give this a B plus. I actually did enjoy the episode, even though the first part was a little slow. It didn't ruin the episode for me at all. Um, so I actually enjoyed it. Okay, so B plus from Ryan. Um, I liked the second half a lot more than the first half. I liked Billy and the blood pact, and there's a debt to pay. I like Castiel. His acting was great throughout this episode. I liked when they shot him in the bunker and the loneliness that you... That that was a good way to show visually what he was going through, not just him talking about it. Uh, So I did like that. And I did like, like you said, Ryan, they've kind of gotten their ass kicked a lot lately, which I think them taking out the military troop kind of helps. They were so easy to take out, which means that when they get their ass kicked by like demons or monsters, it shows how much more powerful those demons and monsters really are. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will agree with Mike, though, a lot. The first two acts or the first beginning part of this episode is weak. It it. For me, the biggest thing was it had stuff that I felt like with previously established things, we could have answered some of the questions like, where are they on the road? Well, if he can hear their prayers, he should be able to find them relatively easy. I feel like I get cast or Crowley not given a shit, but at the same time, they've kind of built up that he's been part of this group that they were or or in some semblance are still a semblance of a family to him. So I feel like they don't really know what to do with Crowley at this time. I am interested to see what they do with Castiel. I feel like he's kind of going to be a loose cannon a little bit more with the second half. Thanks to what he, his killing of Billy. I am sad to see Billy go. I did want more from her. I I still want to find out what her and Crowley's relationship was. What if she comes back as a ghost, 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 Billy, a ghost reaper. Yeah. Oh God. Then the whole afterlife is all kinds of fucked. I read myself. (laughs) Sounds awful. <laughs> you know, that's the spinoff. I still, <laughs> I ghost, still don't. Ghost Reaper. Ghost Reapers. Uh, <laughs> I still don't trust the I'll British. Read myself. It sounds like a that's sexual the, thing. That's the tagline. Yeah. Oh, I still don't trust the British Minute Letters for shit. The fact that both times he's talking to the camera without like blinking at all, I get this, you know, Anthony Hopkins Silence of the Lambs vibe. I'm like, I don't trust you for shit, dude, at all. So I still think they're going to be a major 
antagonist, maybe not like the big bad villain, but a major antagonist. I don't trust them, but I am still kind of curious as to where this is going, and I can't shake that feeling. I've got a Nephilim in one corner. I've got the British Men of Letters. Crowley doesn't really seem to give a shit. We don't really know exactly what the future holds for their mom, and I wish I had... Your mom goes to college. I wish I had more of a direction on this map. I feel like we've come, you know, no pun, I feel like we've come to a crossroads with five different routes that we could go, and that's that's a first in a long time. He wants the red arrow like an Indiana Jones maps. Exactly. (laughs) I want to know where we're going. So there were a lot of things that that bothered me in the beginning, but it did come around better at the end. But I'm going to give this one a B minus. Okay. Before we go to break, Thomas. Really yep. fast, I want to address a couple things in the chat room. Uh, VW said that I guess he's sold on the six weeks saying it works, uh, you know, being separated from Sam and Dean, or Dean and Sam being separated, and uh, you know, six weeks alone in a concrete cell uh, with nothing but your thoughts. So, I, I don't have a I problem. I still think hell's a worse well, experience. I agree with that, Thomas, but I'm saying that I would have been sold, like, why couldn't they have made it longer? That's what That's I said at the I'm beginning saying. of the show. Make it six months. Six months is a long, six weeks is a long time, yes. But I think it would have, months I think it would have worked time. better for a lot of reasons. If they went six months or even a year, uh, not only would it have built up the, the, the obvious that they were trying to drive home the fact that Sam and Dean are needed, Okay, with right. the with the with the uh, werewolves and vampires coming out the woodwork, but also would have kind of built up the suicidal factor as well. Yeah, I think um, it would have helped sold the whole concept. Yeah, in the beginning. and then um, let's see, AV Demon in the chat room mentions that uh, she says, "Does anybody else feel that Mary is falling flat?" I, uh, you know what, I was thinking that as well. Like, uh, not, I feel a little bit. I this episode. like her a lot. Like, I do. she's charismatic as hell. And uh, she has great screen presence, and I feel for her. But I think it's time for her to dig herself out of her her, her, mor- her morose shell. I yeah. felt like Cass she was looks more like she has a shit that she can't get out. Now. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? She's like, constipated. Yeah, she looks like. I, and don't get me wrong. I get what they've done with her for the p- past eight episodes, and I, I've already said it. Like, I I get it that she wants to be away from Sam and Dean. She doesn't know them. She's got to worry Help about herself. Me release this. <laughs> Demon! <laughs> but she seems really morose a lot. Yeah. And I, I would like to see something a little different than that. Yeah. Well, not like, just I, that. I, I wouldn't even mind seeing her in a hotel room plowing some dude. And I'm not trying to be a sicko here. I'm like, she, they've already. <laughs> live your life. She, I know that it's been some time since. I, I know that she, to her, uh, jo- John died. But now it's been, what, several months, six months. She is Dean. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's They've a lot already more established Dean. that she's, she's a lot like Dean. I would like to see her live a little bit, yeah. smile yeah. now a little bit, uh, give her, I guess, bring more dynamicness to bring her. Bring more dimensions to her human character than just miserable. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm unhappy with her performance. I actually really like her a lot. Um, but I think moving on now, going forward into season, or into episode 10, 11, and 12. And yeah. the rest of the season, it would be nice to see uh, another side as well. Right. Now. I think we need to. Yeah. And I, I do agree. I think I couldn't help but shake the feeling that Castiel was more distraught than Mary was by their disappearance. And maybe the high the, the concept behind that is Castiel knows who they are. And Mary still is kind of they're still a bit of strangers to her, even if they are her kids. Yeah. But it, it was odd to feel like he's the one who is losing sleep about it. Yeah. 
by comparison. I'm not trying to be a sicko. Like someone in the chat room said, I'm a sicko. Like I'm not trying to be a sicko by saying that. I'm a. I'm establishing the fact, or I'm all I'm doing is echoing a sentiment they've already said about Mary. We already know that she's like Dean. Yeah. She, she, you know, it, it makes sense. I mean, she I mean, was remembering, she was remembering sexual experiences in the back of the Impala in front of her kid. Right. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, That's, also, she's uh, going through grief, and some people look towards sex, sex in to grief. remove grief. Uh, you know, like let's not put negative connotations on sex. Sex is natural. That's what people do. Yeah. So I wasn't no, being, I don't think, and I'm I think not you're fine. And if I'm a, you know, so I'm, I'm just justifying myself because that's what I do. And <laughs> you, yes, I you need I, to I, feel I, like you're not crazy. And I may be a sicko, but you are. A sicko. But my point wasn't to be silly. It was meant to be be serious. Like, yeah, let's, you know, let's. I would like to see her live. That was my point. And part of living is enjoying yourself. Damn right. Yeah. So. Erica. She can think of John why she does it. <laughs> now that that's me being a sicko. That's yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. So stupid. Okay. With that, you know, sick statement right there, I think we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into the discussion and theorizing on the upcoming episode, episode 10. Lily Sunder has some regrets. Another new character, maybe? I like how there's title, like the narr- characters' names are in the titles Ace of Fox, Lily Sunder. Yep. It's Dab's thing. Is, is it, is it's just dabbed. dabbed. It's yeah. dabbed. All right. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a minute. <laughs> Supernatural, The Crossroads will be right back. Open Sesame! That, just like what you said, take Christianity aside, it's not a, it, it isn't really about Christianity, it's about the inherent good in people to see, just like what you said, the atrocities being happened and doing something about it. Yeah, and taking all that into account, and you look at the obvious and look at the Romulan Empire and Romulus and Remus, the name of their planets, which are also what? Two of the brother gods in, in Roman mythology. In Roman mythology. I, so, I mean, you look at that. Would that not make sense that Roddenberry's inspiration for the Terran Empire was, in fact, derived from the Roman Empire? And it actually is that the, the universe that we see in the mirror universe is created because the Roman Empire never fell? <laughs> Star Trek from the holodeck exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Go to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or Patreon.com slash RainmanDigital. End simulation. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. Some, it's not a woman walking by. I'm like, oh, how sweet. Look at him. He's watching Outlander. He's so sensitive. No, it's some douchebag wearing a gold gym, you know, cutoff laughing at me because I'm watching some love-making scene with a woman. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very embarrassing. I don't know. I, I blame my mother. <laughs> That's even worse. How do you go from sex to your well, mother? No, I blame, no, 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 no. I blame my mother with the things that, you know, because I get I get scoffed at by the things I watch. I mean, I'm just, I think when I go out and I get dressed up, someone might look at me. Yeah, he's a cool guy. His hair's all done up. It's it's colored. He has cool style. But like at every day, Michael, it's just, it's, it's not cool. <laughs> I'm watching Supergirl at the gym. <laughs> I wish my mother was more tough on me. I, I, I could blame the fact that instead of teaching me to be like hardcore, go play sports, go play baseball, go play, you know, hockey. Instead, she teaches me how to crochet and sew and right now. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. This is Crossroads 003. Whoa. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural The Crossroads. Now we're in our last little bit here where we're talking about the upcoming episode. Episode 10, Lily Sunder has some regrets. Ryan, synopsis. Um, yeah, Lily Sunder, guest star Alicia Witt, uh, ste- steps herself into... Steeps. Steeps. Is that really Steeps? Steeps. That's, that just doesn't seem right. Steeps herself in black magic, honing her powers uh, for over a, a century, waiting to exact revenge on a band of angels that murder her family. Sam and Dean must work quickly to stop Castiel from becoming her next victim. Uh, this one uh, directed by uh, Thomas J. Wright and written by Steve Yaki. Yoki? I can never say that guy's name right. Yaki, so, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so this one, and I, you know, this kind of feels like it feeds into my concerns in some way. Because it's it, it feels like it's another offshoot, new character, new issues, new tangent. Yeah, our, don't we have enough things to worry about? Like, why do we, I know? It's like I feel like we got five different things moving forward. Do we really need to n- introduce another new character and some issue well, that I they mean, are having? Well, Billy just died, so now we need a character to replace Billy. Oh, right? sad. Wah, wah. Wait, hold on. I, I, I don't simmer down here. I don't think they're introducing like a permanent character. I think they're doing a an, uh, a, a monster of the week. It might be. Uh, she's a witch. Sounds like she's a witch. It's, it does sound like she's a witch. Black magic. She's been alive for over a century. I am interested to see, though, what Castiel's role is in this. Because if this is like the band of angels that killed her family, this sounds like Castiel back in like the soldier boots on the ground. That, that's what days, they're doing. Which, but that had to be like a long that, ass I, I believe time that's ago. what they were doing. I, they, they were bringing in, I, if this is it, they've been talking about on. Um, on social media and the couple couple articles, the one that we go into his background, that Castiel, they're going to be revisiting a character from Castiel's past. If this oh, is that Castiel centric episode, I am looking forward to that. I think that I think they have well, a really good opportunity with Cass as a character because he has lived so long and has experienced and has knows so much and has well, been through so much. The fact that we've never delved into his background to begin with, anyways, is. It's always just little tidbits here yeah, and there. Little things, not like if they were able to, if they go back and they show us Castiel, you know, which would be hard because he would be in his normal. He'd be in some other vessel, or yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm fine for, with a, that. for a little bit of uh, ancient biblical lore. That'd it be would super be cool, cool to right? see him and like the old gang, Battle essentially. Armor. Yeah, the, well, the old gang of angels, his his little troop. Yeah, you know. And, cool. and kind of a backstory to that maybe has a tragic ending. You know, I I really am into that kind of storyline. So hopefully they do that with this. That'd be cool. I hope it. I hope it's something better or not not better. That's a, that's the a wrong phrase, but a little more in depth than like an accidental death. You know, or like her family was just kind of caught in the crossfire. Yeah, I wanted. I I hope there is some really morally ambiguous stuff, and maybe that's why Castiel is the in next intended victim you know he might be the one who was questioning what they were doing because he's clearly an angel who always questioned he just didn't really get fuel added to that fire of his personality until he met dean where he starts to question reality or, or uh he was, he was a soldier yeah yeah but i mean we've seen from other movies that that just because you're a soldier doesn't mean you don't think that what is happening is wrong so i hope it is more of a a morally gray area than just uh yeah the angels killed him because angels are dicks yeah you know that would be dumb but the fact that she's been you know steeping in black magic for a century that deeping that is interesting word. because that i mean how powerful is that that's got to be pretty powerful she, 
because I think so far Rowena has been the most powerful witch we know of. She's got the Book of the Damned knowledge. She can take out demons with a hacky sack. You know, she can she can possess or or make an angel go rabid. You know, yeah. and she puts she, she makes me, she makes me go rabid. Oh, dude! Every time I see her, she can send Lucifer away. You know, she can do a lot. So she's probably the most powerful witch we've seen up until this point. She but, can send me to a cage. Oh, oh God, with her. You're going to wear a, a leash and collar for her? Dude, I would let her beat me, okay? Wow. <laughs> with the Book of the nope. Damned. Yes. No subtext just, on that one. No, just, no subtext, just beat with me and, and make yes. me... <laughs> just tell me what to do. Christ. Give me a toothbrush. I'll scrub the floors. Oh, God. What? I don't know. Do you, like, take flights to Germany for specific... My safe, word, my safe word is Flugenheimler, okay? Let's just be honest. Yeah, and this is the guy that claims to be Uncle Ryan. Right. <laughs> let me teach you a few things let me that teach I you, learned in Germany. Let me teach you about the Flugenheimler. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to this episode, specifically because it's written by Steve uh, Yaki. Yeah. Which, which one did he, he write did, before? Um, I think American Nightmare, I think. Ooh, I, let me, let no, me, it wasn't, that was Davey Perez. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, let me look then. Hold on. Because I, I don't remember. Because he wrote... Uh, celebrating the life of Asa Fox. Oh, we liked that one, didn't we? We did like that. Oh, yeah. yes, I did like that. Yeah, I did like that episode. So, I, listen, and so we already know probably since he's one of the new guys, it's probably going to be a monster of the week, a filler episode. Probably. But it sounds I, fun though. But it but does. It, it sounds if it really good into Castiel, and it, like I said, and, and gets more in depth of who yeah. he used to be, and maybe some of that, you know, that will remind him. Of what he used to do and who he used to be, and that will bring about more of that old cast, more vengeful, violent angel. And I think it's that time. I do want to see more of. They've kind of had a couple hints at that, but I want to see him like fuck some people up. Frankly, yeah, I, I, I think it's time that we get a little more development on Castiel because for a lot of years he's kind of been on the sidelines. They found and, ways to and, nerf him, you and know. not to say I've I've always enjoyed him in Supernatural, so I'm not saying anything negative. But hey, you know what? You're, you're taking a character that has been around since season four, mm. and if you can give him a little bit more oomph, why not? And especially with this with this uh, synopsis, holy Absolutely. hell, man! That sounds a potential. To be like epic, you I, know? Yeah, I. It, I mean, uh, think about it. I mean, break that down. A woman who's invested in learning black magic for a thousand years wants to enact revenge on a band of angels. That sounds like a spinoff tagline. Yeah, it sounds. Well, cool. I mean, she's. I'm also not saying be, it is, or I want it to be, but if she's that, also got to be pretty powerful if you think about it, because angels are still one of the most powerful beings in creation. Yeah. And she's going to take them all on as a witch. You don't do that lightly. Yeah. Now, VW in the chat room um, mentions that it could be connected to the Nephilim, which actually cool. does make sense in some way be. because of the fact that we already know that the Nephilim has already been reintroduced and we know that it's going to play a big part later. Well, they, and the other angels have to know about them. Right. So this could be a nice little way to kind of do your monster of the week, but do the classic, hey, at the very end, yep. do a myth art connection. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking and Thomas J. Wright has directed some pretty fabulous episodes of Supernatural. So I'm I'm ready to go for this one. All right. So, guys, with the last little bit here, uh, the fan fiction contest, we are actually judging it, stuff. now. Oh, yeah, it's we, done. We, we've been reading and we should be done hopefully by in a month. Yeah. So. How many are we narrowing it down? I what don't are you talking remember. About? The, narrowing it down to we're going to we're going to narrow down to two. And then we're going to read those, or or we is that well, going to be a video thing we do? Maybe we could. We could maybe. do that. Ryan, I, I, I act it all out. Yeah, 
And, <laughs> and then the prizes will be given out. So it's been yeah. a long time in the making, the fan fishing contest. But we didn't forget about it. Didn't forget about it. It is done. I, I promoted it as it being, uh, I believe, hey, get your last minute uh, fan fiction in. I believe I did that during Helatus, winter Helatus in you December. Uh, I got several more people um, entering. Um, so we had some more things to read. But it was officially done in, in, in uh, January 1st. So there we go. Yeah, I'm excited. And also, guys, we, again, we're just going to push it to help help us help you with more episodes of everything. Check out the Patreon. If you guys want to help support the show or the network in any way, we would really, we appreciate, would really it, appreciate it. We love you guys. We love doing this show. We want to do more We want to bring this. you more. We, want, we, we have fun with this. Everyone does. Not, not only that, guys, is, uh, you know, if we have a fraction of the, the yeah. people who listen, if a fraction of you guys put a dollar in, Oh my That's God. all we need. I mean, I, we would be fine. And I'm, I'm not saying we're not trying to make a living on this. No, we're trying to continue it because honestly, I don't know how much longer we can continue doing shows because it's costing way too much money at, at, at the rate of I had to update servers. Yeah. This past uh, December. Yeah. Which I did not know I was going to do that. So. So with that, and I, I want to do it. This is a fun show. It's Have a, a good fun time. show, dude. I mean, I know Ryan rather probably go party, but <laughs> I actually enjoy being here. So, yeah. yeah. All right. He's like, lied through that one without breaking a sweat. <laughs> I, hey, every time I go silent, I'm in the chat room. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But oh, I do. I, I, I glance it and read yeah. it. I mean, I know we're not pretty know. girls and we don't do, sing parodies, but I mean, we don't we, have we those do, we do, crotch I'm cams up girl, yet, We do but. awesome discussions and we break things down. <laughs> I identify as a pretty girl. <laughs> all right let's end this now let's end this one before we get okay, too deep all right thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us make sure to check us out on facebook all the twitter links you guys know that stuff at this point and we will see you all next week you little maggot you are no longer a part of this story hey ass butt